Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Toyota Brookhaven services all makes and models. That could be why we were voted best service department the past two years. Come see why. Exit 40 Brookhaven or online at toyotabrookhaven.com. Great service, great savings. At Toyota Brookhaven, we deliver. Howdy, howdy. It's Rhino here, and I wanted to say thank you for listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Everyone and welcome to Midday Super Talk Mississippi. I'm your host Gerard Gibbard, along with Rhino in the Element Wealth Studios, guiding you through the middle of your day with facts, fodder, and fine music on this Friday Eve. A little wet, little damp. Not quite as bad as it was yesterday and the day prior, but more rain mooning, moving through. I'm telling you, we live in the rainforest around here. We've migrated to jolly old London town. <laughs> Where it's dry, actually, right? Yeah. It's crazy. They're experiencing a bit of a drought, as is, uh, I believe, the rest of Europe. The majority of it, yeah. That is nuts. Well, can we send some of this over there? we got plenty. And reports of flooding, flash flooding, certainly across the metro area. Uh, we reported yesterday. Canton Public Schools, I think, dismissed at 11 o'clock. Haven't seen any school closures today that I am aware of, but a number of reports from friends sending videos yesterday of their whereabouts with waters ravaging across the roads and blocking up traffic, etc. You know, one place we got problems with the water is up in the Delta. And today at 11.05, our friend Hank Burdine, board member with the Mississippi Levy Commission, is going to tell us where we're at with respect to the Yazoo pumps, etc. Evidently, uh, there have been some meetings, including Senators Roger Wicker and Cindy Hyde-Smith, along with Congressman Benny Thompson. They've had some open hearings on the matter, and I'm sure that Hank will have... uh, an update for us with respect to that. He knows that area, the Delta area of the state, arguably better than any other human on the planet. Would you say, Rhino? He's pretty versant in um, the terrain, the uh, the flow of water, the whole situation. So we look forward to that conversation. And then at 12.05 today, Ken Newberger. Ken, of course, the executive director of the Mississippi Medical Marijuana Association. We'll get an update from Ken on how the rollout is going, including applications for dispensaries and and uh, also applications to get certified for other aspects of the supply chain, the various SIC codes and where we stand on that, money being raised in that effort, and 
overall status report from Ken. Looking forward to that. I think he'll also provide some guidance to those who are interested in starting up a business in one of the approved areas of the supply chain. So we'll get uh, an update there. In the meantime, got to share just a short personal story, if uh, the audience would indulge me. Uh, I think I've shared before that I lost my brother when I was 17. He was age 27. Drove himself to the hospital one bright spring, sunny day, and uh, never came out. It lasted about an hour in the ER there, suffered a a heart attack at age 27, which is really weird. And, of course, my parents insisted on an autopsy, which was performed and determined that he had an underdeveloped heart, a birth defect, undetected, a member of the Strategic Air Command during the Vietnam era, and underwent numerous physicals and in a medical test to be a member of SAC, as it was called, the acronym for short, and passed them all. So the technology at those day, in those days didn't exist the way it does today to, you know, to detect any kinds of irregularities. So he was married at the time. His wife, an individual whom he met while stationed at Beale Air Force Base, a SAC base in Northern California not far from Marysville, which is where she was from. Beale, by the way, was a base that um, where B-52s were positioned, and they would often take off from Beale and go all the way in to the Vietnam airspace on some missions and then return. Uh, and those things are gigantic, by the way, and if they're loaded down... I, I, w- I want to say, and I could be quoting this wrong, it's like four or five miles of rollout on a runway before you can rotate and get airborne, get enough airspeed. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, he passed away in 1976. I was playing baseball uh, for St. Joseph High School. We were playing in the first high school baseball game at Smithville Stadium when the Jackson Mets, owned by then Senator Con Maloney, you know him of Cowboy Maloney fame. And uh, the Mets had, uh, the Smith Wills and the Mets had allowed us to play a tournament. It was a citywide tournament there. We played Callaway High School. I never forget it. Got beat two to one in a pitcher's duel. I came home with a friend. We carpooled. It was his turn. He took me home. I noticed my home was locked when I got there. Nobody home. Unusual. Sat on the decided to just take a seat on the patio and little patio behind the house. Thirty minutes or so later, around the corner comes my father and the priest that I knew from our parish there, St. Mary's over in West Jackson. And you know, I'm twenty, thirty feet away as they round the corner, and my first thought at age seventeen was was my mother. And then I learned Two seconds later, it was my brother. And, uh, you know, devastated by that. My sister-in-law was pregnant at the time. And about two weeks later, she experienced a, a miscarriage. I don't know if it was exactly two weeks. It was shortly after. 
she already had had a miscarriage about a year and a half prior. So at 29, and she had moved here. My brother persuaded her to move to Mississippi when he was discharged. They got married here and took up residence. So within a couple of years, she lost two babies and a miscarriage and her husband at 29. So she decided to take up a new life, move back to her native California. Not surprising. I mean, at that age, you know, I think you kind of want to start over, start anew. My parents respected that. It saddened them, but they it, they respected it. And I did as well. I considered her, by the way, my sister. And she went back and had no contact with her. I think she wanted to honestly erase the memory of the tragedy out of her out of her brain, and I we understood that no, no contact. About three weeks ago, I get a little package in the mail, little Manila envelope, and I don't know who it's from. I open it up; it's her current husband. Now, she's 10, 12 years older than me, current husband, and he introduces himself and tells me that she's ill and that they had been keeping, since my brother's death, some of his effects, and wanted uh, she wanted me to have them. But he needed to verify. He found my address randomly on the Internet, like you probably can virtually everybody, took a shot at it. And in the letter, he said he sent photos of the artifacts. And he said, if this is you, here's my email, here's my number. I need you to confirm you who you are, that you recognize these items before I ship them to you. And so I decided to send an email, and I sent two, and I never got a response. And then finally, he told me in the email, if you call, I'm not going to answer if I don't recognize the number, but I'll call you back. Well... I want you to know that when I was headed down last week to Gulfport to do our remote at Gulfport High School, quiet time in my vehicle, called him. He answered. I introduced myself. He's blown away. I'm blown away, of course. And we start talking. And uh, he starts recounting some of the memories that she had shared with him. And I said, you got the right guy. I recognize the photos and the effects, and I was overcome with emotion, as you can imagine, when I saw him. And so he shipped them to me, and he wanted to once again verify my address, and he got to the UPS shipping station, and he called me again and said, I just want to make sure this is your address. And, uh, in fact, I did, and, of course, UPS has tools that verify that it is a valid address, right? Then, well, I received them yesterday, opened them up when I got home and was incredibly blown away, overcome with a range of emotions. When we come back, just for a second, I'll share with you what was included in those effects. And um, just wanted to share that. I appreciate everybody indulging me in this personal story. I very much appreciate it. And we got a lot to talk about today, and we'll get to that for sure. You guys know that. But sometimes you just have to step back and Take a breath, and that's what we're doing. We'll come right back on Middays from the Element Well Studio. Stay with us. 
from the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center. I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, showers and thunderstorms likely 90% chance, high near 83. Tonight, 90% chance of showers, low around 71. Your finally Friday, a 50-50 shot of rain, partly sunny, high near 86. And for your Saturday, showers and thunderstorms likely under mostly sunny conditions, high near 88. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871. This is Home Answers Radio, and my guest today is Trey Jackson of Bulldog Construction. Trey, if a business has uneven sidewalks, they're asking for trouble. Would you agree? Lynn, they are. It's a trip hazard and it needs to be fixed. Our foam technology can level those uneven walks without having to lay down any new concrete. Much easier and more affordable. Trey, my wife tripped over one of those and skinned her knee up. She was fortunate. Call Bulldog Construction at 601-853-4242. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. It was just a good experience in, in itself to how they did it and how loving and compassionate they are. I was just so excited because it was exactly what he tells you. I cried. (laughs) I really cried. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. At Gateway Rescue Mission, we feed hungry people, we offer shelter to people seeking life change, and we serve as sort of a beacon of hope that says, hey, God cares for you. I'm Rex Baker. Rescue Mission work is not glamorous, but we do see lives changed. Check us out at gatewaymission.org. Find out how you can get involved and join God at work here in Jackson and at Gateway Rescue Mission. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Ream Home AC Systems. (laughs) Are you feeling it? Dream, the new degree of comfort. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Let's do this. On Super Talk Mississippi. Let's go. everyone super talk mississippi middays in the element well studios we 
are so honored that you joined us today. Just follow up, uh, wrap up this personal story about uh, my brother. And uh, honestly, just couldn't stop thinking about all the times. And always envision, you know, that he and I, he was 10 years between us, that we would uh, raise our families together. And unfortunately, that uh, that never happened. Uh, but I have the memories to cherish. So among the keepsakes, I think I've said before, I know my father, you know, had a fifth grade education, could barely read. And I remember being in, even in elementary school, my father loved the paper the uh, and subscribed to it, but struggled reading it. And I would often read the articles to him. Now, my father was an unbelievable salesperson and had the gift of interpersonal skills that I should only hope to have, honestly. He walked into a room, and he lit it up, and everybody gravitated to him. It was just such a pleasant person to be around and knew how to make people feel good. But he had a fifth-grade education. But you know what? He's the smartest person I ever knew. Knew how to deal with people, which is a rare skill that they just don't teach. You're either born with it or you're not. You can develop it, I think. You can improve on it. But my brother was the first in the family to get a college degree. That after he volunteered to serve in the Air Force upon graduation from high school. And, of course, the draft was active then. And if you got drafted during the Vietnam era, good chance you were going to be a grunt in the in the uh, army, and uh, might end up on the front lines with bullets flying around your head. He decided to volunteer, choose his branch of service, went to the Air Force, was selected as was the case then to test for Strategic Air Command, and uh, and and passed. And it's the same sort of deal as the uh, prestigious Green Berets, et cetera. It's a bunch of people test, very few pass. Those that do move on to the next phase, and he did. And uh, and then, of course, being part of Strategic Air Command, would often be involved in missions, and I, I may have shared this before on the program, where he said he'd be up in an airplane for several days consistently, continuously. Doing missions, they just keep refueling them. But anyhow, when he when he got out and he married his wife, came back, went to Heinz Community College, got his two year degree there, went on Ole Miss, was married, lived in the married student house, a little cracker box housing over there, where the law school is now. First in the family, and then I was the second. And so included in the package were his high school diplomas. In mint condition, still in the folder, you know, high school diploma, Heinz diploma, Ole Miss diploma. 1973, unbelievable, signed by Chancellor Porter Fortune. And uh, that was included, as was his high school class ring from St. Joe, had the shield on the stone, and also um, his Ole Miss ring, University of Mississippi ring, was included. He also was in the, like my father was in the clothing business, represented clothing manufacturer, loved to wear French cuff shirts. They were a lot more popular, I think, back then. And so there was a box full of his cufflinks. He 
was kind of showy like that, you know, being in that business. And there was a box full of cups. Well, cup in that era, the, the bigger the collar and cuffs, the better. That's exactly and, right. And French cuffs about as big as you can get with a cuff. And I'm going to tell you, the cufflinks were gigantic, oh, you yeah. know, really cool. Uh, and also his dog tags were included in that. And my my parents, the devout Catholics, my father especially, had to have St. Christopher medals everywhere. I mean, my father believed in, absolutely believed in and had faith in the power of St. Christopher, which is supposed to, I think, the patron saint of travel, if I'm not mistaken, something like that. I mean, I even had one on my bicycle that would fit around your handlebars. My father insisted, you got to have that on there to protect you, son. Yes, sir. And so it was kind of common, not so much anymore, but certainly back then, to have one in your vehicle. Well, that my brother had one. That was included in the package. And as soon as I got that, I immediately, by the way, went and placed it on the visor of my vehicle. And it's there now. And, uh, and, he, had, and he wore scapular medals and St. Christopher medals while he was in the military to protect. So that was included in the package, as well as a number of photos, developed photos back then, which were shots of him and his wife and uh, his best friend and wife as well. So that was included. And there, and also my brother was a very talented artist and loved to do pencil. I guess that's what you call it, pencil sketches. Yeah. And uh, and he would do them on the – I'm not sure what the size is. of the t- It's bigger than an 8 by 11, but I'm not sure the size. But nonetheless, a, a typical artist-type frame print. And there was – uh, a couple in there that, again, were in incredible mint condition. And I actually remember when he did it, this particular one, and it's uh, that of just a woman and a child, and she's holding the baby, uh, the infant, close to her, her chest. And I'll never forget my mother asking, what are you going to name that? He always liked to title his, his works, you know. And he just named it Mother and Child, you know, very simply. It could represent any mother and a child. So that was included. And my wife is going out to get that framed, and we're going to find an appropriate place in our in our home to, to hang it. So anyhow, I'll wrap that up. I thank you so much for indulging me as I share that. And I pr- appreciate it, everybody, being patient through that story. Uh, it's touched me. It's brought back a range of emotions, and I am blessed that these items have ended up in, in my hands. So I appreciate it. All right, so we got to get on to talk a little bit about what's going on. Of course, the big news the last couple of days, we we broke it here on the show. President Biden has, with a stroke of a pen, canceled what amounts to, depending on who's counting, $300 billion of student debt, uh, up to $20,000 if you had a Pell Grant, then the amount of debt... Now, Pell Grants are not debt. They're grants. But up to 20000 of your outstanding debt will be forgiven if you had a Pell Grant. If you didn't have a Pell Grant, 10000 So there have been just a flurry of reports and analyses on this, right, that have been released in the last 24 hours, and lots of different viewpoints on it and you know I feel like everybody's overlooking one aspect what's that 
the fact that if you make less than 225% of the federal poverty level, you basically don't have to pay your student loans anymore as long as you maintain that level of pay. Because there's zero interest, your loans aren't going up, you can get $0 payments at that level of income, and as long as you make a $0 payment for 10 years straight, it's paid off. Right. So uh, refresh my memory here, your understanding of it, Rhino. I don't think that's anything new, is it? No. Yeah, that's been in effect. Right. That's what I thought. But it was 20 years instead of 10 years. It's a lot harder to go that long. That's right. That's right. That's the change. And all of that came about at the tail end of Obamacare. Right. With the reconciliation in 2010, because Obamacare was the reconciliation in 2009. The student loan mess that started this snowball rolling downhill was 2010. That's right. And so, uh, for for background purposes, you know, I uh, I try to call balls and strikes, folks, on this program. And I, I try not to be partisan with respect to analyzing policy. Policy is policy. I don't care who it is. All right, so let's let's take a look at how this all got kind of started. It was in 2020. COVID. Oh, my gosh, we're shutting down the whole dang country. COVID. First big bill goes out. President Trump signs off on. It's got all kinds of aid for schools and states and all such stuff. I don't remember the amount, $300, $400 billion, something like that. But then the big one, the CARES Act. CARES, an acronym. I don't even remember what the hell it stands for. Those those folks in Washington, they're pretty good with those acronyms when they name those bills. Right, as I already said, we need to just name them all blah, 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 because the acronyms usually don't correspond with the provisions of the legislation. Anyhow, that was $2.2 trillion. One stroke of the pen by President Trump. Overwhelmingly supported by both parties. we got a break. We'll come back. We'll continue this discussion. Stay with us. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. This is Dave Lugland, Canon Nissan of Jackson. What's new, Dave? New Nissans are arriving daily. We are now offering a two-year maintenance program on all new and pre-owned vehicles. Canon Nissan will match any competitor's prices on tires, batteries, and more. Nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Hello, Mississippi. This is Dr. Gary Jones, CEO of Vantage Health Plan. Back in 1994, I started Vantage with a group of local doctors who believe that patient health, your health, is our top priority. That's why Vantage makes it easy for you to get the care you need with quality, affordable health insurance that puts you first. I know it's not what you usually expect from a health plan, but now you can. Visit VantageHealthPlan.com for more information. Vantage Health Plan, the freedom to live a healthy life. Why don't you mind your own business? 
Mind my own business? What's that supposed to mean? No, I was just thinking about all of the news of tax changes, insurance changes, regulations that are being passed down to business owners. I don't have the time to keep growing and to keep up with changing payroll regulations. I know. It seems like all I do is handle employee-related problems. You know, I hear People Lease can help. How can they help? People Lease can handle our payroll, taxes, employee benefits, and workers' compensation. They even offer an affordable and customizable 401k program and a 24-7 online human resources support center for all my HR needs. Think of all the time we'll save letting People Lease handle our payroll and benefits administration. I'll be busy growing my business and letting People Lease take care of the rest. Sounds like a good business plan with People Lease. Let People Lease mind your business so you can mind your own business. Call now, 601-987-3025. That's 601-987-3025. Or visit freepayrollquotes.com for your free quote. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. Located in Gludstadt, south of Germantown High. Calloway's has a large selection of all your favorite trees and shrubs, all on sale now. Calloway's has large rolls of pine straw, and we're offering quantity pricing. Calloway's outdoor patio furniture is in stock and ready for delivery. All 25 to 50% off. And for a limited time, free delivery in the metro area. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies, jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's has farm-fresh produce seven days a week. Did you know Callaway's has beautiful decorative accessories and gift items for your indoor and outdoor living spaces? Callaway's has bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Callaway's landscape designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape. Callaway's, Bloodstat on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Callaway's is... I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Damage assessments are underway with multiple counties across Mississippi reporting damage from what's been record rainfall in some areas. Highway 489 in Newton County near Morrow Road will be closed until further notice due to a washout. State Route 35, just 200 yards south of I-20, also experienced a washout. Water got into homes in Leake County, and some residents needed assistance to get out. Flooding has caused damage to over 30 roads there. Residents that live near the downtown area of Carthage are saying it's the worst they've seen. And the flooding in Canton is so severe, schools were forced to close early. Some people had to be rescued by first responders. And in one resident, Leotha Robinson, described the impact of the rushing water. We got trees growing up in the ditch, couches, chill, table, everything down in that ditch, and the water can't go nowhere. Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services in Hattiesburg is one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses. Pine Grove provides the highest quality mental health care for children, adolescents, and adults. Pine Grove also features several specialty addiction treatment programs for men and women. Additionally, Pine Grove specializes in the treatment of licensed professionals. Please call 1-888-574-HOPE for more information and visit pinegrovetreatment.com. Hey, y'all, I'm Steve Azar inviting you to escape to Pearl River Resort where the fun is going nonstop. Go off the deep end at the South's most exciting water park, Geyser Falls. After the thrills, test your skills at the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. There's dining delight and love at first sight. And it's always no work and all play at Silver Star and Golden Moon Casinos. So come on, leave it all behind, and head to Pearl River Resort. 
Super Talk Mississippi, your new home for the Ben Shapiro Show. We don't hold back. We never shy away from telling you the truth. The most electrifying national talk show on air today. We have the most important guests and the biggest thinkers in America. Ben Shapiro, brutally breaking down the issues of the day. From politics to pop culture, we take a look at all of it. So don't miss out. Weeknights at 9. For something new and unique in talk radio, take a listen to the Ben Shapiro Show. On Super Talk Mississippi. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. It is on. On Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone, to Midday Super Talk Mississippi. Little MTV. Dire Straits. Money for nothing. What a great video that was, wasn't it? You just watch it over and over. <laughs> Combination. Let's see. I'm trying to think. Was it all animated? The entire If I'm not video? mistaken, it was the first music video to be completely computer animated. Okay. That sounds right. Especially... The guy moving them color TVs, he was an interesting character, wasn't he? That was pretty cool. So, all right, we were talking about the student loan situation. By the way, lots of really nice text. I appreciate it, folks, on the ceasefire text line. Oh, here comes Perez. I bet you he's got a thought or two about the dire straits. Money for nothing. All right, enlighten us here, my friend. Actually, it was mostly computer-generated, the only thing that wasn't was the band, but they were colored. Okay, I do remember that. Yes, yes, so yes. So that's, that's, that's Kinda, the deal. I'm standing out in the hall, <laughs> and I'm going, let's don't talk about this. <laughs> well, we are neophytes. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Can You you can't say that word on the air, okay. can you? <laughs> I don't know. They'll tell me, I guess. <laughs> yeah, but see, usually they'll tell you as they're asking for the key card. <laughs> So anyway, uh, yeah. that was that was fun. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Well, what are you going to tell us about? Nothing. I just <laughs> I just thought I'd come in and. Well, it's good to see you. It's good to be seen. Yeah. Uh, I, I kind of missed the old MTV days when it was really music videos and not all this wacky stuff. I don't even know what's on there anymore. <laughs> I don't either. Nobody watches it. Well, Do somebody's they? got to I watch guess. it. I mean, they keep. They, they, well, maybe maybe not. <laughs> it but, is yeah. crazy though, isn't it? Oh, yes. I miss those days. The I mean, because back then, it's almost like they produced songs explicitly to it, with the thought of making videos. Yes. Would you Would yes. you agree? I, I, I would. Because I mean, it, it was like uh, I don't want to get well. Duran Duran with yeah all of their stuff, and they went from a club band to arenas. In like a matter of two albums. Because of videos. Because of videos. Who could forget Rio? What I the hell was that all about? 
uh, flipping tables. I don't know. Was that the one? Which one was the one with them on the on the yacht on the boat? That was Rio. That was Rio. Yeah. Okay. Hungry Her like, name is Rio. Hungry like the wolf was the one with flipping the flipping tables. tables. Yeah. And then Bad Boys. Yeah. Who could forget that? One? Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, what was his name? Simon? Simon LeBon. Simon LeBon. LeBon. Simon LeBon. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go and get my bag and go home now. Because you, you, you've lost your ever-loving mind. Oh, well, we do that here, don't we? <laughs> That's how we make a living. Go in there and lose your mind. <laughs> oh, gosh. Bye-bye. 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 Appreciate it. Perez, thank you for coming in, sir. That ain't waking. <laughs> that ain't waking. That ain't waking. <laughs> That's so good. It's great. Oh, where did they come up with that? They, the Doppler brothers could play guitar, though. You have to agree with that. That is true. Wait, well, Wasn't no, Mark, I couldn't see the light. Mark Doppler? Yeah. He is a master of the guitar. No doubt about it. But what? you know the story. What's that? The story. He was literally in a store. Okay. And MTV was actually on. That's right. And he said, I was standing there, and this guy goes, that ain't working. <laughs> and he went, oh, no, I'm not leaving. I'm going to stand here and listen to these two guys talk to each other about moving color TVs and microwave ovens and stuff. And he went home and went, that ain't working. <laughs> Wrote down a song and made a lot of money. <laughs> made a lot of money. And I bet you he did not go back to that store and say, hey, you guys come here a minute. How, how about 5%? We'll yeah. split 5% between they, you. They just inspired it but did not participate in the fortunes. <laughs> <laughs> they, they did not have a lawyer involved yes, with good me. Point. Good point. Oh, God. All right, I've Appreciate this, it. I've killed this segment. No, for you're you. good. You're, you're on your own. own. You're on, on your own, own now. now. We'll see if we screw up some more. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, sir. Later. <laughs> yep. Uh, the great Perez, always welcome here on Middays. Uh, his uh, body of knowledge of music, etc., second to none. Certainly in this state, I would argue. Appreciate that. All right. So uh, we got some tax rolling. I just want to thank everybody for the very kind words, and I, I very much appreciate you indulging me as I shared this story. And it, it feels good to share it with others and uh, emotional roller coasters, you can imagine, when I was going through those items yesterday. Uh, but anyhow, appreciate that. All right. So back to the student loan situation. So several things. First, um, Pell Grants. Uh, somebody said, uh, who was it here, Rhino? I thought the Pell Grants, you didn't. Yeah, Mike, uh, here you go, Mike and Richland. thought Pell Grants didn't have to be paid back anyway. They don't. So it's a little confusing. Unless you don't finish the school year in which you got the grant, and then you have to pay back that year's grant. Thank you. That That is one, one of the criteria uh, for it to be uh, just a grant, an outright grant, as opposed to a loan. But the additional $10,000 doesn't forgive or pay the grant because you never paid that start with. It pays a debt on your debt. It's just that there's this theory that if you were of such a low-income category uh, to qualify for a Pell Grant, right, because it is for lower-income students to qualify, then whatever debt you took out, 
uh, will be forgiven by an additional $10,000. So it's real simple. Think of it this way. You got debt. Did you also have a Pell Grant? No. You get $10,000 whacked off your debt. You got debt. Did you have a Pell Grant? Yes. You get $20,000 whacked off your debt. So I just want to clarify that. All right, let's go back in time. I said before in the last segment, really try to call balls and strikes here without respect to political parties, who's in charge, who signs off on it. Fact of the matter is, it was in 2020. The CARES Act, $2.2 trillion, the brainchild of of uh, the Trump administration, the main architect, Treasury Secretary Mnuchin, especially the PPP program. I mean, he is credited with that, and that has now uh, been, been uh, I, I guess, divulged. And uh, it's been revealed that there was massive fraud, not that we ever thought there wouldn't be in giant government programs like that, but it included a, a suspension of student loan payments for six months. No student loan payments. Plus, Trump also froze interest accrual on the principal. Two things. Don't have to pay your student loan for for six months, and while you're not paying it, no interest is being added and accumulating on the principal balance. Okay? He then extended it, and then he extended it again, all the way through December 2021, even after Joe Biden took office, that extension of the pause still in effect. Joe Biden then extended it and extended it and did again yesterday. It's been extended as of yesterday with the most recent extension, which is through the end of this year, seven times between Trump and Biden, seven times. So as Rhino rightfully pointed out yesterday, nobody's paid on a student loan. A federal student loan now, not a private student Nobody's loan. Nobody's had to pay. People had have to pay. still made payments. You're, you're I've right. made payments. You're right. Thank you. Nobody's been required to pay. And by the way, the other aspect of that is that even for those who were delinquent at the time the law was enacted, the CARES Act was enacted, he also uh, included in the bill was don't pursue delinquencies. So no pursuit of delinquencies, no accumulation of interest, no requirement to pay on the principal on the outstanding balance of the loan for three years now. We're going. We're coming up on the three year. We just passed the two year mark. We're coming up on the three year mark. It was set to expire at the end of this month, August thirty first. I honestly believe that was the catalyst for what we saw yesterday, which is forgiving ten thousand dollars and or twenty thousand if you had a Pell Grant of debt and. Once again, pushing out the pause of payments through the end of this year. And what you saw the Biden administration say yesterday, final pause. After already doing seven between Trump and Biden, you saw that, right? Oh, this is final. This is the final one. I'll be honest with you. I don't think it is. I really don't. As a betting man, I'm saying, I bet they're not going to say, okay, guys, start paying your loan back. It's just my opinion. We shall see. Speaking of which, we got uh, Rio Duran Duran bumping us out of this segment. Final segment this hour, and then Hank Burdine with the Mississippi Levy Commission at 11.05. Stay with us on Middays in the Element Well Studios.
This hour of Middays with Gerard Gibbert is sponsored by Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland. For personalized in-office treatment for urinary incontinence, erectile dysfunction, and neuropathy, they help you get your life back. 37 years. That's a long time, and that's how long Shapley's Restaurant has been bringing you the finest in steaks, seafood, and, of course, our homemade hot tamales. This is Mark Shapley, and we are proud that we are celebrating our 37th year in business. Chapley's has been a staple in the greater Jackson market and had the pleasure of serving guests from around the country. This couldn't have happened without you, and we are so grateful for your continued support. Chapley's Restaurant, 37 years and counting. Come see us soon, 601-957-8000. Since 1871, Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton has been providing everything you need. Everything for your house, fencing, plumbing, flowers, lumber. Everything for your animals, dogs, cats, birds, chickens, cows, horses. And everything for your patio and yard. Bayou Classic Cookers, Wind Chimes, Orca and Pelican Coolers. We have most everything. 150 years of serving the community, family owned and operated. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, downtown Bolton since 1871. We'll see you soon. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. Are you a hard worker? Are you dependable? Do you have a good attitude? Do you want to be part of a team? If so, the Black Label Bridge Builders at Key Constructors offers lead men and women purpose-driven career opportunities with on-the-job and outside training, leadership development, and benefits. To learn more about what it takes to be a Black Label Bridge Builder, please visit Key's website at keyconstructors.com. Please also follow at Key Constructors on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to see regular updates on the Black Label Bridge Builders. This is the Morning Agri-Market Report for the Super Talk Agri-News Network. I'm Bob Sullender. Stocks are trading up this morning. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is up 93 to 33062. The Nasdaq is up 116 to 12547. And the S&P 500 is up 30 to 4171. From the New York Cotton Exchange, December cotton is up 310 to 11717. And March cotton is up 280 to 11381. At the Chicago Board of Trade, November soybeans are down 12 to 1445 a bushel. January soybeans are down 12 and a half to 1449 and a quarter a bushel. December corn is up 1 to 658 and a quarter a bushel. March corn is up 1 and a quarter to 664 a bushel. At the Mercantile, October live cattle are down 15 cents to 143.62 and December live cattle are down 15 cents as well to 149.85. October live feeders are up 32 cents to 184.77 and November live feeders are up 15 cents to 186.20. For the Super Talk Agri-News Network, I'm Bob Sullivan. Hey, Lucky Buck here. It's time to have more fun more often. That's right, my little buckaroos. The Mississippi Lottery will begin drawing cash three and cash four twice a day. But wait, there's more. Add the fireball feature and you can increase your winnings and increase your odds of winning. More times to play cash three and cash four. More ways to win with fireball. Ah, Sounds like a winner to me. Have fun, y'all. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. This is professional ball player Jake Mangum. I know what it's like to live, eat, breathe, and play in Mississippi. And no other insurance company competes on my level like Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance. I love my home team at Farm Bureau because they get me and they get what I need. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. 
here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Are we going to do this? Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Keep rolling. Three, two, one. On Super Talk Mississippi. Just for somebody on our ceasefire text line was talking about the aha, uh-huh. and it was one of those videos that had a combination of animated characters and real people, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, and it's also one of those 80s songs that's seen a resurgence in commercials. You're which right, have about you that. seen the most recent one where yeah. I think it's an insurance company, that's I think you're Rick right. rolling the world with Rick Astley <laughs> coming back to do his famous song for their commercial. Yeah, Rick Astley. Now, that's a guy who, if you heard his, his voice, you would never picture him to look the way he does, right? That's just a guy that's got a, a powerful sort of bass-oriented voice, really deep. And he's, what, like five foot two with red hair, look, looks like Howdy Doody. <laughs> what a talented guy he is, though. Uh, all right, so the student loan situation. Lots of questions rolling in, try to get to... All of those as well. I just want to point out that, in general, vast majority of those with student debt have not been required, and most haven't, let's be honest, made a payment since March of 2020. And I said before we went to the break, I just think it's going to be hard. I really do. You hadn't paid for nearly three years, and then all of a sudden they're going to say, okay, this was final, we told you, start paying. I don't know. Now, keep in mind that if they did, in fact, let it expire, the suspension, the moratorium on paying, a lot of people have their debt forgiven. And so it wouldn't affect as many people. In fact, it is estimated that 20 million borrowers will have zero debt. Their entire balance will be wiped out as a result of the president's action. Ninety percent of student loan relief will go to people who earn less than $75,000 a year, even though you qualify if you earn less than $125,000, in a household. By the way, that was finally clarified. You mentioned it yesterday. But when it first was talked about, we couldn't find anything on it. It just said $125,000 and, and uh, of course, left out some of these details that are important. Is that household or an individual? By the way, private student loans are not eligible. You probably also saw, Rhino, the website crash last night, Right. When folks got on, I can't remember the a name of the site. website not working? I Who thunk it? Overwhelmed, and it crashed. How much did the Obamacare website cost again? Go billions. <laughs> that, that was after several states attempted to create their own. That was the original. We talked about that before. The original intent was for the states to stand up their own sites. And then when the Supreme Court ruling came out and says, mm, don't have to do that to uh, participate, the onus fell on the federal government. The state... It was either Washington and Oregon had already spent $600 million creating a site. It was Oregon that never got off the ground, never was implemented, never went into production. Remember the famous little jingle I like for you to play, the covered Oregon? <laughs> Stay-at-home dads. Oh, gosh. They're supposed to be so happy. You get health care coverage. <laughs> and liberal gal that looks like she's a Joan Baez clone strumming the 
acoustic guitar, covered Oregon. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right, so the student debt deal. Uh, Ten grand or twenty grand if you had a Pell Grant, applied to your debt. Of course, not to exceed, assuming all the systems work right, the principal. But I just want to point out, nobody's been paying. I shouldn't say that. Rhino points out, some people continue to pay. Nobody's been required to pay. And the vast majority of individuals with outstanding debt have not made a payment since 2020. Nearly three years, two and a half years at this point. And so, all right, so here's the thing. Here's the points we get from the left and the right in general. The the left justifies this on, well, we did PPP, right? You've heard that. Oh, yeah. I know our friend Thomas, he's, he's made a big point about that as well, Thomas and Greenwood. So let's, let's be clear. Virtually, I'm not sure if anybody in Congress, I'd have to go back and look at the roll call. It was overwhelmingly supported, the CARES Act, by both parties and signed off on by President Trump. That was in 2020. $2.2 trillion, which included the gigantic PPP program, the brainchild of Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin, under Trump. Uh, all right, so, but the more popular talking point from the left I've seen, and uh, we'll probably have to get to it because we've got a break coming up later on in the program, but the more popular talking point that the president actually pounced on yesterday was, well, we gave tax cuts to the tax breaks, actually. It's always tax breaks. Not tax cuts, tax breaks to Trump's millionaires and all that crap through the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act. And you know that, every time I hear that, I get so dang mad because that presumes that all income, that all assets, that all wealth in this country are owned by and originate with the government. And so whatever you're able to keep after you pay your taxes, oh, that's just because of an altruistic, generous, benevolent government. We're going to let you keep some of what you rightfully earned. I hate that crap, as you can tell. And I'm going to jump on it. We'll talk about it more. And we've got the tape from the president later on in the program, too. But right now, it's time for a break with Super Talk News and Fox News. And then Hank Bernine with the Mississippi Levy Commission going to talk about the pump. Stay with us. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. News. I'm Lillian Wu. Abortion on track to be banned in four more Republican-led states. Laws severely limiting abortion in Idaho, Tennessee, Texas, and North Dakota will start being enforced this week. Thirteen states have passed so-called trigger laws that were designed to end abortion access if the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade, which happened in June. Most of those states started their bans soon after the decision, but Idaho, Tennessee, and Texas had to wait 30 days after the justices formally entered the judgment happening weeks after the ruling. Fox's Tanya J. Powers. And tennis champ Novak Djokovic is out at the U.S. Open because he's not vaccinated against COVID, therefore not allowed to travel to the U.S. The Serbian has won 21 majors. He also missed the Australian Open earlier this year because of controversy over his COVID vaccination status. America's listening to Fox News. 
At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Multiple counties across the state experienced flooding Wednesday due to a slow-moving weather system that drenched the south with record rainfall. More than 40 people had to be rescued from the Peachtree Village Nursing Home in Rankin County, where they took on three feet of water. Mallory White with MEMA is asking anyone that experienced flooding to report the damage on their website take pictures and the pictures that we are looking for the outside of your house the how intact is your roof the walls but also we need to see the water line how far up did the water get in your home because FEMA does have parameters of how they define flooding just log on to msema.org and click on their self-report tool for all things mississippi visit supertalk.fm Twilight Concerts at Renaissance are back as Ratchet Entertainment presents Blues Traveler and Government Mule live Saturday, October 22nd. Blues Traveler with Government Mule. Plus Bonneville. Tickets on sale now at twilightms.com for Government Mule, Blues Traveler, and Bonneville. Brought to you by Southern Beverage, Renaissance, Visit Ridgeland, and Watkins Construction. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group. Hundreds of thousands of Mississippians like me. Yes, me. Depend on public benefits for health care, food, and, and housing. housing. To receive these benefits, I, I cannot have more than $2,000 in my name. With able, I can save for my future without losing my much-needed much benefits. benefits. I couldn't plan on savings before, but, but now I am able. able. Visit MississippiAble.com to get started. We do know that water got into homes in Leake County, Carthage, and Canton Wednesday. The Mississippi Emergency Management Agency is still out doing damage assessments. Those are in the early stages. But Mallory White shared some safety tips for residents cleaning up from floodwaters. Wear gloves, and I'm not talking about your latex gloves. I'm talking about, you know, gardening gloves, things like that, that will actually protect your hands from any type of, you know, punctures and things like that. Going into your house, uh, also, you turn off the electricity, check for your gas and things like that. Make sure your gas isn't running, um, especially whenever you're dealing with water and power. So definitely use caution if you're having to go back into your home today. Yep. The heavy rains caused washouts on multiple roadways as well. Highway 489 in Newton County near Morrow Road will be closed until further notice due to a washout. For all things Mississippi, visit supertalk.fm. 
keeping you up to date with news, weather, and politics that affect you and your family. Super Talk Mississippi News. Your news all the time. On air and online. Super Talk Mississippi News at supertalk.fm. Join Sports Talk Mississippi every Friday during the 5 o'clock hour for Food Fridays presented by Polk's Meat. We'll tell you our favorite way to grill the delicious Polk's original Cajun and garlic and green onion sausages as well as other barbecue favorites. Remember, picky people pick Polk's. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Join us every day for the college football fix driven by Ford. Speaking of Ford, you already know that Ford trucks are built Ford tough and that the full line of Ford vehicles are built for the future. But did you know about the Ford Blue Advantage? When looking to buy a used Ford, it has everything on your used vehicle checklist. A gold-certified 172-point inspection, a comprehensive limited warranty backed by Ford, a Carfax report, and even a 14-day, 1,000-mile money-back guarantee. The Ford Blue Advantage, used car buying that's built for you. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Midday Super Talk Mississippi, rocking into hour two of the program. Joining us now, Hank Burdine, board member with the Mississippi Levy Commission. Hank, how's it going today, sir? Well, we're doing pretty good up here in the Delta. Heard y'all got a little taste of what we get up here a good bit. Y'all had a deluge down there in Jackson yesterday. I'm mighty sorry it impacted a lot of folks down there. Yeah, it did. And it wasn't just yesterday. It's been going on for now, I guess, about a week solid, it seems. Really started moving into the area uh, late last Thursday and uh, more predicted, I think, 90% chance in central Mississippi today. Yeah, we're we're uh, starting to see flash flooding around the area, school closures, uh, roads closed, etc. So it's a big old problem. But we wanted to have you on today because it is our understanding that Senator's Wicker and Hyde-Smith and Congressman Thompson held hearings on uh, the pump situation and the flooding in the Delta, and uh, just wanted to check in with you and see what came of that and what we might expect. Yeah, if they did, uh, Senator Wicker and Congressman Thompson set up a meeting of elected officials uh, at the Corps of Engineers headquarters in Vicksburg, and uh, this was all set up, and the Council on Eco Environmental Quality, the presidential council that uh, they set up with Brenda Mallory. She is the CEQ chair of it. She came, and uh, Michael Regan, who is the head of the EPA administration, has been here before and seen everything. He didn't come, but he sent a, a representative, and Michael Connor, who is the uh, Assistant Secretary of the Army for Civil Works. That's big cheese, man. <laughs> he was here, and the United States Fish and Wildlife Service, uh, Martha Williams, she's head of that, but she was not here. She sent a representative, and the Department of Interior sent a representative down here. And uh, so we had a jam-up bunch of folks on this panel. Now, one thing happened when they all flew in and got off the airport, 
they were in the middle of, they never seen rain like that. So, we, you know, we're welcome to Mississippi. I mean, this can happen. So, it, we all convened, and I was invited to attend the meeting because of my elected official capacity with sure. the Mississippi Levy Board. Yep. And after they all said their little things about it, and then Mr. Thompson got up and, uh, he, he uh, was the original one that threw it back into the EPA's lap, uh, saying that uh, they need to see if this is legal. The the uh, Trump administration, the EPA administration uh, project that had gotten to go ahead and was ready to go to work, and the EPA said... In essence, it's the same program we had that the Bush uh, administration vetoed in 2008. Yeah. So what what uh, could you share with us, Hank, some of the comments and concerns heard from uh, citizens who were able to to uh, speak and, and address the group? Yes. Let me, uh, if we got a second. Yeah. The, Benny Thompson said that uh, we got to follow the law. He went on to say hmm. that, we can still get the pump, but we got to do it within the confines of the legalities of of the EPA and all like this. So I'm saying that Benny Thompson is still saying we can get the pump. Hmm. Okay. Senator Sidney Hyde, Senator Roger Wicker jumped in there. We need these pumps, the, the science, we need to follow the science on all this stuff. The Corps of Engineers says we can do this, and we're not hurting the environment. We've gotten a, a net plus gain out of all this stuff with the new project. Let's go for it. Hmm. And then Representative Cindy Hyde-Smith, I'm taking my hat off, and, and I'm going to do a hoo-hoop hooray on this. That lady, that senator lady we have up there has our backs big time. She she got right up into the uh, the EPA. She said, "What is it that is not following the law? If you can't tell me right now what it is, then I want as quick as you possibly can to get me from EPA what it is. I want to know specifics. I want to know what's happening. Why we can't get this thing done? Yeah, I'm gonna tell you something. She is a war horse." And I was mighty proud to be in that room with her, and uh, and hearing the the the, the adamancy that she has in this project, she understands it. So does Wicker, but Cindy Hyde Smith knows what's happening. Okay. Well, we so got after that meeting, the court never presented a compromised plan on the latest plan that. Uh, was vetoed by the present administration. There's a new plan out there that is being looked at, that this uh, Council on Environmental Quality is looking at, that will give you a higher elevation for the pumps to kick on at, which is what the environmental group's saying. We need more water. We need more water. But along with that higher elevation that gives more acres underwater, We've got a larger pump system set up that will take the water off of the affected cropland quicker and will get the cropland dried out. It'll take all the water off of the highways. It'll take all the water off of the 68, uh, 668 homes that went underwater. That, by the way, is 94% minority occupied. Mm-hmm. So 
this new scenario falls right into place with everything that they're asking for. Hmm. The environmental groups are asking for more water. Well, you're going to have more water. Uh, and that more water is still 200,000 acres of Delta National Forest and Panther Swamp. How is that good for that environment when you've got six to eight feet of water under all that? But it does allow the wildlife, the deer, the bear, everything else, a chance and an opportunity to get to higher ground. Right. It won't be the total decimation that we had in 2019. Hmm. So all of those points were brought up at the meeting in Vicksburg. Then we go to the meeting at the high school in Rolling Fork, and it was a lot of people there of all races and different areas, and uh, they got up and they went to talking. And I think that this panel that was there understands now this is an area that is it, 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 it's 600 and something thousand uh, acres. Yeah. That is a lot of land underwater with the houses. And those people got up and talked about what it was like for six months to have to take their 80-year-old grandmamas back and forth to different places when she couldn't go back to her houses. Hmm. What it did to the businesses, what it did to the farmers, what it did to businesses that supplies all those farmers and everything. And then we had supervisors get up. What it did to the miles and miles of not only the paved roads there that went underwater, but the gravel roads that still hadn't come back yet, wow. that are still being impacted by that. So the panel, I think, understood firsthand what went on in 2019. Now, there's a gentleman named Ty Pinkins that came in with a, uh, he's been passing out. Uh, flyers saying that the pumps won't work. The Corps says the pump won't work, that it won't drain anything. Well, if he wanted everything drained, let's go back to the first plan that would be told. Hmm. Let's drop to the elevation. Let's put much bigger pumps in there. You won't ever have a flooding problem down there. Hmm. But this is a compromise situation. And he's saying that there maybe there is money out there to help help these people that are impacted. Well, if there is, that's fine then let's tap into those streams of money to get a little help to these people that were impacted like that through FEMA or through whatever. Right. And But let's also go with the long-term solution, which is the only solution, and that is the pump system. And this new scenario that the Corps is working out, if they will get their head out of the sand and the mud and look at it, it meets all of their goals. It's just a matter of them sitting down and saying, okay, we've heard what's going on. Now let's see, let's look at this new thing and see if it'll work. And let's, let's, go, to, let's go to work. Let's pull some concrete. Let's Hank, we got, we got about a minute left. What's the next step, and do you think we're going to get a next step? Got about a minute. The next step is this group goes back to Washington, and they huddle up, and they look at this new proposal by the Corps of Engineers, and hopefully they throw politics out of this dead-gone thing, and they say, look, Let's do what yeah. needs to be done. Let's don't put a Band-Aid on it and send these folks $1,500 checks. 
which won't do anything. Right. Let's go ahead and solve the problem, get these pumps going, and solve the problem for the for, from here on out for the future. Well, hopefully some true accounts from citizens uh, on the ground there will, will move the needle more than um, you know just our politicians have been able to do so. Maybe they can use that as ammunition to get something done. Hank, always a pleasure, sir. Appreciate you coming on the program, and thanks for that great update. Let's stop the rain down there. Thank you, and let's do it some more. Yes, sir. Hank Burdine, board member of the Mississippi Levy Commission, has been our guest here on Middays talking about those pumps and the flooding in the Delta. Stay with us. We'll come right back in the Element Well Studios. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today's showers and thunderstorms likely 90% chance, high near 83. Tonight, 90% chance of showers, low around 71. Your finally Friday, a 50-50 shot of rain, partly sunny, high near 86. And for your Saturday, showers and thunderstorms likely under mostly sunny conditions, high near 88. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brand. I'm Mason Irby, your Madison County Edward Jones Financial Advisor. We're all about financial investments, but we also value the investments of time, patience, and encouragement our young athletes receive from their coaches, teachers, and mentors. That's why Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of Madison Central Football on Super Talk Jackson. Call me, Mason Irby, at 601-616-6872 or visit edwardjones.com for all your investment needs. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. It's a madness sale. We're back on the lot. The deals are astounding. Really? Stop the noise. Quality vehicles, affordable prices, Pinnacle Motors. It's what they're all about. Come see Steve Owen and the friendly staff and find a quality pre-owned vehicle with financing available and a warranty. Pinnacle Motors on the corner of Highway 471 and Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon and online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Quality vehicles, affordable prices, Pinnacle Motors. Be sure to tune in every Saturday morning from 10 until noon for the Handyman Show. Brought to you locally in part by Mid-South Crawlspace Solutions. Protecting your home from structural damage, cracks, humidity, mold, and more. That's Mid-South Crawlspace Solutions of Mississippi. Land is one of the most valuable assets you will acquire in your lifetime. Hey there, I'm Don Coleman, the land professional at Four Corner Properties in Gluckstadt. Making sure that right property fits your wants and needs is my job. As a proven leader in the land business at Four Corner Properties, I can help you do just that. Give me a call at 662-571-1386 or at the office 601-952-2828. Land for you is what I do. This hour of Middays with Gerard Gibbert is sponsored by Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland. For personalized in-office treatment for urinary incontinence, erectile dysfunction, and neuropathy, they help you get your life back. And to good things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's 
Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Middays with Gerard. What? What? This is so awesome. On Super Talk Mississippi. On the end of this segment, that of the great Eric Clapton, Sunshine of Your Love. I think that was like the summer of love, 1967 or so, if I'm not mistaken. The bassist, Jack Bruce, uh, he was 71 when he died. I think that was like in 13, 2013, 14, something like that. What a great group, though. Uh, the iconic guitar playing mastery of Eric Clapton. All right, back on the student loan situation. Appreciate, of course, Hank, always coming on the program and and giving us an update on that. That's just a, a matter that just seems like it's been going on forever. Can't get any resolution to it. And uh, I think having a hearing like that, letting the citizens come forth and express their concerns and share the sorts of ramifications not having the pump is made on the uh, pumps have made on the area so i think that's the way government ought to work so i applaud the senators and uh, the congressmen for being willing to sit down and uh, face the public and let them uh, express their concerns and grievances there all right so on the ceasefire text line, my mortgage identifies as a student loan. Let's get it paid off. Ryan in Madison says, if your college degree doesn't have enough value for you to pay it off, it certainly doesn't have enough value for me to pay it off. What percent of student loans are paid back? I'm not sure exactly. That's H in Liberty. I'm not sure what the question is Example exactly. Mike in Gulfport, clarification, individual or household. So it's $125,000 for an individual borrower, household, Two hundred fifty thousand. That is any anyone whose income is below on an individual basis one hundred twenty five grand or two fifty in the household in which they live and they have student debt. They would qualify for the forgiveness. Hopefully that helps there. The student loan forgiveness was nothing about the forgiving alone. It was a new voter database that the Democrats could pull votes for votes from at two a.m. now anytime they need. Yeah, I don't know about that, Jerry. I think that's a little out there. They already have all that, honestly. They don't don't need it. PPP loan forgiveness to rappers. Explain that. Yeah, I will in a minute. Uh, Let's keep going through the ceasefire texts here. Sam from Greenville. I thought if you had a Pell Grant, you didn't have to pay it back. Why does one get an extra 10000 if they have a Pell Grant? Doesn't make sense to me. My four kids all got federal student loans, 5 to 7.5% interest, and paid it all back. This is so unfair to them and all others. So, yeah, you may not have caught it earlier, Sam, but no problem. It, you're not The additional $10,000, again, is not to pay off your Pell Grant because there is no payment. You're not required to pay off a Pell Grant, unless, like Rhino explained, you don't meet the criteria 
which is pretty pretty low hoop to jump through. Honestly, pretty should say pretty pretty big hoop to jump through and a in a pretty low bar to pass over. Um, you don't have to pay back repay a Pell Grant as long as what you say, Rhino. We got to stay in school for at least a whole year. Yeah, you basically you got the grant. just have to finish that. Like you could fail. Yeah. But you just have to finish the school year in which you took out the Pell Grant for the Pell Grant to be forgiven. And pay tuition for that Correct. year. I think that's the proof of the fact that you were in school. So anyhow, so the additional $10,000, again, the premise there is if you qualify for a Pell Grant, that's because you were a low-income student, which is the criteria. I don't remember the, the dollar income threshold specifically. But nonetheless, to qualify for a Pell Grant, grant meaning here's money. That's different than a loan, student loan, meaning you got to pay it back. You sign a contract. Grant, the only condition is, as Rhino said, you stay in school for a year. It, the year in which you receive the grant, that's it. Nope, nothing further. So the additional $10,000 is the premise there is that you were a low-income student in order to receive the Pell Grant. It makes no sense to me, but this is their premise. Therefore, because of your low-income status, we're going to give you an additional $10,000 towards your student loans, not your Pell Grant, your loans. So if you had a, let's say you have $30,000 outstanding and you also received a Pell Grant when you attended school, you're going to get $20,000 against that $30,000 loan. If you have $30,000 loan and you did not receive a Pell Grant because you didn't qualify or it didn't apply, then you're going to get $10,000 towards your debt, your loan. The only explanation I've been able to find is buried in all the hoopla and data. But they have a bullet point that's advanced racial equity. And it says, by targeting relief to borrowers with the highest economic need, the administration's actions are likely to help narrow the racial wealth gap. Yeah. Black students are more likely to have to borrow for school and are more likely to take out larger loans. Black borrowers are twice as likely to have received Pell Grants compared to their white peers. Other borrowers of color are also more likely than their peers to receive Pell Grants. That's why, according to the Urban Institute study, they found that debt forgiveness programs targeting those who receive Pell Grants while in college will advance racial equity. Of course. I mean, everything, every move this administration makes, right, it's always got some... some underlying racial connotation to it. Everything. From day one. It's either that or climate change. Now it's gender ideology. we got some crazy stuff I'm going to try to get to on that in the program today. But, all right, so, uh, you know what that sort of says to me, though, Rhino? That, okay, well, a, a college degree or a college education is not as valuable to a minority as it is to a, a white student. Which I find crazy, honestly. I don't get that. It's almost as if, well, they're not getting the same instruction. They're not not receiving the same value from that. I don't I don't get it. So, uh, also, Stephen Ponatok says if people get debt forgiveness on their student loans, couldn't that come back as earned income for the year to be taxed? Just wondering, but but my mortgage identifies as a student loan. The answer is no. Uh, probably uh, maybe you missed that yesterday, Steve, but uh, when we researched that, it, through the White House, by the way, I actually read the White House's fact sheet, and it has been deemed as tax-exempt. So there will be no tax liability associated with the forgiveness of debt. Typically, whenever debt is forgiven, like in a private uh, situation, commercial 
loan from a bank, yeah, that is usually, it's not usually, it is considered ordinary income and it is taxable. In this case, that feature has been uh, uh, also attached to the student loan debt forgiveness, and it is not taxable. So just wanted to point that out. Uh, so what I'm hearing, oh, it's talking about the pumps. What I'm hearing is that everything has to completely flood out before the pumps can kick in. I'm not sure. Uh, it kind of seems like that may have been the um, the implication, or I should say the indication, from Hank. Back in the late 90s, Scott and Gulfport says, my wife and I thought that the prepaid college tuition plan, State Treasury Department, I think, that's right, it was, was an excellent idea, and we were fortunate enough to be able to take advantage of it for our children. Never in a million years would either of us thought that the government would consider canceling student loan debt or that money would have been used elsewhere. William and Greenville, when I, when I got a Pell Grant, it had to be in conjunction with a student loan. Yeah, that makes sense. I think that's true. You can't just get a Pell Grant, right, without... Unless it covers the full tuition. Yeah, okay. Makes sense. Which is becoming more and more difficult with rising tuition costs. Right. Pat Dale from the Delta. So, in other words, we're not only paying off other schools, but with the Pell Grant deal, we are paying off others' loans more because they dropped out of school. No, that's that's not the case there, uh, Pat. Rhino just indicated... Um, that would re- be the only reason you would have to pay back the Pell Grant as a borrower. Right. And this, if you did not finish the school year in which you took out the Pell Grant. And the additional $10,000 is not to cover that. It's to cover your debt. Your, your, so you have a Pell Grant and you have debt, and they're, and they're two different instruments, and they're totally separately maintained and recorded. This is going to the additional $10,000 for those who have a Pell Grant and hoping they have systems to cross-check all that to verify it, but it is going to reduce the principal balance on your debt. Not your Pell Grant. Doesn't touch that. Because it's a grant. Um, Now, something that's come up, I want to continue this discussion about the left's talking points about this, the right's talking points about this. So the the left is uh, basically stating that this is fair. The president said that yesterday. This is fair. And they're hanging their hat on, uh, on something that you might find a little interesting. It's the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, which was the tax reform bill passed under Donald Trump 2017. They're basically saying that was a giveaway to the rich. Thomas from Greenwood, he maintains that the talking points are that, well, the PPP loans all went to the wealthy um, from the left. And then the right, of course, is saying that this is going to be, it's unfair and that others are going to have to pay for the college education of their peer citizens. Um, And they're also saying that this is inflationary. I'm going to address both of these and try to drill down into those talking points when we come back on Middays in the Element Well Studios. Protect your home and office with Havard Pest Control, a family-owned and operated business for 75 years. Havard provides termite and pest services with free quotes, low monthly payments, free recalls, and unmatched customer service. For more information, visit HavardPest.com. It's back. 
That's right. School is back in session. That means it's time for our back-to-school super sale at Mazda of Jackson. That's right. School is back. And so is carpool and traffic. We're here to put you into a new ride so you can get to school in style while saving you cash. Get super low 2.9% financing for 72 months on new 2022 Mazda CX-9s. Get 2.49% financing for 36 months on new 2022 Mazda CX-5s. And come see the all-new 2023 Mazda CX-50. Buy a new Mazda, and Mazda of Jackson will take care of your first year's maintenance at no cost to you. Shop right now at MazdaofJackson.com. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty. Have a trade? Bring it in, and we'll give you top dollar for it, even if you don't buy a vehicle from us. And remember, 100% credit approval is our number one goal. School is in session. So come get your deal now at Mazda of Jackson, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. Our all-new state-of-the-art facility is located at 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. MazdaofJackson.com. With approved credit, it's like model. See dealer for details. The Mississippi Healthcare Alliance urges you to call 911 at the onset of symptoms of a stroke or heart attack. As soon as paramedics arrive, they perform an ECG, start an IV, and administer medications to stabilize your heart. If you're having a stroke, paramedics provide stabilizing treatment and know which hospitals are best prepared to manage your type of stroke. In both cases, paramedics call ahead so emergency, cardiac care, or stroke teams will be ready when you arrive. Every second counts. Dial 911 for heart attack or stroke. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. Located in Gludstadt, south of Germantown High. Calloway's has a large selection of all your favorite trees and shrubs, all on sale now. Calloway's has large rolls of pine straw, and we're offering quantity pricing. Callaway's outdoor patio furniture is in stock and ready for delivery. All 25 to 50% off. And for a limited time, free delivery in the metro area. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies, jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's has farm fresh produce seven days a week. Did you know Callaway's has beautiful decorative accessories and gift items for your indoor and outdoor living spaces? Callaway's has bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Callaway's landscape design Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Callaway's Gludstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Callaway's is everything for home and garden. That's what Callaway's is. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Multiple counties across the state experienced flooding Wednesday due to a slow-moving weather system that drenched the south with record rainfall. More than 40 people had to be rescued from the Peachtree Village Nursing Home in Rankin County, where they took on three feet of water. Mallory White with MEMA is asking anyone that experienced flooding to report the damage on their website. Take pictures, and the pictures that we are looking for, the outside of your house, the how intact is your roof, the walls, but also we need to see the water line. How far up did the water get in your home? Because FEMA does have parameters of how they define flooding. Just log on to msema.org and click on their self-report tool. For all things Mississippi, visit supertalk.fm.
you ever seen a field of corn or soybeans or cotton growing along the highway? Think about that for a moment. From tiny seeds comes this field of crops. You and I need to live our lives every day. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation celebrates 100 years in 2022. We began much the same way as a seed of an idea that took root in 1922. In the 100 years since, the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation has contributed so much to our lives across every county of this state. From insurance to hospitals, from private property rights to road and bridge repair, Mississippi Farm Bureau has fought to make a better way of life for Mississippians, member or not. So, while agriculture is important, we are not just a farm organization. 100 years of strengthening our families, our communities, and our state. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. 100 years of faith, family, and Farm Bureau. Mississippi news doesn't sleep, and neither do we. At supertalk.fm, you get news from all over the state. From stories to keep you safe, to legislation that could affect your bank account, to weather reports to help you better plan your weekend. Plus, find in-depth interviews with the newsmakers in the Supertalk podcast archives. And everything Mississippi sports. Your Mississippi news. All the time, on air and online at supertalk.fm.fm. Attention, adoring fans! It's time for Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Midday Super Talk Mississippi. Stevie Wonder. All right, so before we went to break, so the left is saying that they it's crazy how we, we've gotten into this whataboutism mode that we justify bad decisions and bad policy, bad behavior, on prior bad policy, bad decisions, bad behavior. It's crazy. And it's both sides, by the way. What about, what about, what about, what about? That's what you hear all the time. Like, nobody cares. I don't, but they use it effectively. So I think that um, I think that this is bad policy. It's not justified by any prior bad policy. And so the left is pouncing on, what about PPP loans? They all went to the wealthy. What about the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act? That all went to Trump's buddies. That's what you hear over and over again. Two trillion dollars. So the president yesterday, after he delivered his remarks announcing student loan cancellation, $10,000, and that is once again that condescending tone. It just drives me nuts. But just as he was leaving, never takes questions, right? Just as he was leaving, one of the journalists in attendance at the White House in the audience fired a question at him. Take a listen. Mr. President, is this unfair to people who paid their student loans or chose not to take out loans? Is it fair to people who, in fact, uh, do not own the mortgage? 
you want these guys getting more attached to Is that fair? What do you think? What about people who pay their loans, so struggle to pay their loans, and now others don't have to? Unbelievable. So you heard him say, is it fair? The president, when he said, well, they asked him, is it fair? The question from the reporter was, is it fair that others will be saddled with this responsibility, essentially, taking on the debt that is being forgiven for those who have student debt? And he responded with, is it fair? I believe he was talking about the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, right, that... that um, these rich people, rich corporations, something to that effect, were getting these tax tax breaks. And and again, before we went to break at the top of the hour, yeah, I got pretty fired up about that because there's no such thing as a tax break. There's no such thing as that. And here's why. Because that assumes that all money belongs to and originates with the government. So it's like there's some predetermined amount you're all supposed to pay, and anything less than that is a break. So getting it, getting to keep the money you lawfully, rightfully earned is a break. That's crazy. I mean, that, that's just how upside down. You, you know, a couple of weeks ago I got all mad because what we hear all the time is, well, they can afford it. We, can, we need to raise taxes because, well, they can afford it. So, in fact... Yesterday, there were uh, some of the news sources went out and visited with Americans on the street to get their take on the student loan forgiveness. And as you can imagine, there's a wide range of reactions. And uh, here's one. A woman says, it's definitely where I want my tax money to go. How much you want to bet she doesn't pay any taxes? 61 million households paid zero taxes last year. How much you want to bet? Vast majority, uh, actually 61%. It works out to a little less than, because we have 120 million households in the country. 61% of the households in this country, zero. I bet she's among them. Oh, that's where I want my tax money to go. Here's another one. You know, we could extend this on the taxpayers and on corporate wealth. Someone named John said, if we get a little inventive, yeah, we can fund it. We got a little inventive after the show with how they can fund it. If you look at the endowments of all these universities, like Harvard or Texas or Yale, where they're just sitting on billions of dollars. Stanford. And they're the ones that have made all this money on the backs of all this student loan debt. No doubt. Why don't you put their skin in the game? No doubt. Instead of spending the taxpayers' dollars, especially from taxpayers who didn't get any student loan debt. I totally agree. $51 billion, I think, is the, the latest shown for Harvard's uh, value of their endowment. Texas. Because that's the problem philosophically with this entire situation is you're putting a Band-Aid on a bullet wound. That's very true. You're not stopping the bleeding. You're not fixing the root cause, which is government intervention and tuition costs. Right. It, essentially, 
it created a bunch of cushy, high-paying jobs, really, for a bunch of professors teaching goofy subjects that have no value in the marketplace. Gender studies. It, I mean, it, if you every go day to college I see something new. 10, 15 years ago, or later, or earlier, look at the administrative bloat of just about any university. No doubt about it. Because they've been making money hand over fist. No doubt about it. We, we even reported on it. Remember, Rhino, how much is being spent at these various universities on their diversity, equity, and inclusion organizations? It's massive amounts of money. I mean, they just hire these giant staffs. What the heck do they do? And we're paying for all that. Um, in some cases, it's private universities, of course. So some of these uh, reactions I'm sharing are from individuals in New York. Here's a John in Manhattan says, This is a rich nation. Why can't we educate our young? Why can't we foot that bill? You don't, John. I guarantee you, you don't. All right, so here's the other thing that I got that I got to just share with you. Inflation. So the right's saying it's going to be inflationary. Okay, I, because the idea is you got more money in your pocket. I personally think that ship's already sailed, and here's why. Because you haven't been paying the loans for two and a half years. There's no change. It's So it's not like that this forgiveness is going to send everybody $10,000. That's not what happens. It reduces the principle on what is owed that nobody's been paying on. I shouldn't say that. You you made the point. Voluntarily, people have been paying. But that's... Because what better way to get the principle down when you have 0% interest? Correct. Because interest has not been accruing. And so what you're doing by paying the principal down is when they resume the payments and the interest applied to the principal, you'll have a lower principal. Right. That would be the prudent thing to do. But the vast majority of people did not, have not been paying. So that's why they rushed out. You saw so many of them saying, hey, I don't have to pay my student loan. I'm buying me a house. Right? I'm buying furniture. And all kinds of other expensive items, most of which are financed. Because they're just replacing the amount of money they were paying on their student loan debt with new debt, essentially. We saw that happen. Or they paid off on their credit card, et cetera. So the only point I'm trying to make is that that ship's already sailed. The inflationary effect of cancellation of student loans went into effect in March of 2020, when the CARES Act was passed, allowing everybody with student debt, federal student debt, to pause payments on it, which which is the helicopter money that we've talked about so many times. Oh, I don't have to pay student debt? Helicopter money. And it just went out and bought stuff with it. A lot of people did. You had mortgage rates at an all-time low. And what happened? Housing prices went through the roof. Demand dramatically exceeded supply. Now, that's all normalizing back. We've seen a sharp decline in uh, the price of housing, demand for housing, demand for mortgages, etc. because mortgage rates are up and all that money's filtered through. So here's the point. If, in fact, the government is going to let the suspension of student loan payments expire, on 1231, that's currently what is in place as of yesterday. 
Currently, what's in place? And people start resuming payment on those? That actually offsets the forgiveness in, from an inflationary perspective. The, the forgiveness of the debt will kick in, except for those who uh, don't have who have their debt wiped out totally. The inflationary impact of the forgiveness of the debt really doesn't kick in for a while. It won't kick in. If, in fact, we resume payments, because that takes money out of the economy that would have been spent uh, just on a consumer basis, which, of course, drives up inflation. But I'm still 50-50 on whether or not that's actually going to happen. I, I just It's a puppy dog sale. Here, take the puppy dog home for the weekend. Bring it back on Monday. They never come back. We'll take a break here on Middays with Van Halen, another segment, and then Ken Newberger from the Mississippi Medical Marijuana Association. When you choose Roto-Rooter, you'll get honest estimates and no hassle guarantees so you can get it fixed quickly and enjoy peace of mind. We're there for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, day and night, holidays, and weekends. We've been providing service to Mississippi for over 80 years. Call the original Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. Mention this ad to receive $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a winkle troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. This is Dave Lugman, Canon Nissan of Jackson. What's new, Dave? New Nissans are arriving daily. We are now offering a two-year maintenance program on all new and pre-owned vehicles. Canon Nissan will match any competitor's prices on tires, batteries, and more. Nobody beats the Canon deal. Nobody. Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. At Community Bank, we believe our success lies in our continued commitment to community and upholding the same small-town values that we were founded upon. We are relationship bankers. Whether you're trying to grow your business, grow your savings for your future, or building your dream home for your family, we are committed to helping you achieve your goals. Community Bank, a bank that knows community. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. This is the Midday Market Report. I'm Bob Sullender. Financially distressed farmers who have gotten forbearance for delinquent debt on the Farm Service Agency loans may have to wait until at least October to find out if they will qualify for debt relief under new funds provided by the Inflation Reduction Act. The USDA isn't ready to share details on how it will use a pot of $3.1 billion to help distress loan borrowers. The department also is not ready to spell out the rules on how $2.2 billion to pay for discrimination claims will be handled. Agricultural Secretary Tom Vilsack said on Wednesday, 
Wednesday. Those program details will likely come this fall. Still, Vilsack wants to make clear that the debt relief program passed by Congress in the Inflation Reduction Act are completely different from the one passed last year in the American Rescue Plan. Section 1005 of the American Rescue Plan was meant to provide aid payments to socially disadvantaged farmers before it got locked up by multiple federal lawsuits from white farmers. Congress has rescinded that provision, Vilsack said. And that's your Midday Market Report. I'm Bob Sullender. Hey, Lucky Buck here. It's time to have more fun more often. That's right, my little buckaroos. The Mississippi Lottery will begin drawing cash three and cash four twice a day. But wait, there's more. Add the fireball feature and you can increase your winnings and increase your odds of winning. More times to play cash three and cash four. More ways to win with fireball. Ah, Sounds like a winner to me. Have fun, y'all. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. This is Jake Mangum. Some call me the mayor. No player wins any game by themselves. It takes a team. So if you want excellent customer service and competitive insurance rates, you need to go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau, just like I did. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Richard Cross, be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Come on, come on. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. All right, we are back on Super Talk Mississippi. You can see it right out the window here. <laughs> Jerry and Waynesboro on the ceasefire tax line, 601-879-4395. I put four through college with no help, just sacrifice. Do I get a 40K reimbursement? The answer to that would be no, Jerry. Yeah, I. my parents were of very modest means and uh, helped fund my education, but I also started working part-time, 20 hours or so a week for minimum wage at Laurel Lanes and uh, in Jackson, running the counter there and did some what's called pin chasing in the back. And then during summers, between uh, the summers of my college years, I worked as a janitor. I think I shared that. <laughs> Cleaned up the whole stinking place by myself, show up at 1 o'clock in the morning and finish up about 9 in the morning. I could operate that buffer. We used a buffer to buff the old linoleum floors, you know, that were down in the what we call the pit area. And I got to where I could do it with my stomach. <laughs> I'd put some tape on the handle that controlled that thing. And I can. <laughs> oh well. So yeah, I clean the whole sticky place up for minimum wage every night, six days a week, 
to help pay for my... Hey, look, I'm not trying to say, woe is me. There are a million stories like this. No doubt about it. I've still got a track mark in my right arm, the creak of my arm. From? From giving plasma for spending money. There you go. college. There you go. Twice a week. That I mean, so it, it does kind of... It's a slap in the face to those who did it the right way, didn't. Uh, expect uh, this kind of deal. Now, here's the other myth, though. So I'm not in the camp that thinks that this is going to be tremendously inflationary. By far, by far, the number one driver of inflation is the price of oil. And that is trickling up, trending up again. And the reason is because those zany OPEC folks said, we ain't producing anymore. In fact, yesterday, they signaled a reduction of output. And you know why they said it? Demand really hasn't responded to the increase the way we expected. Therefore, the market is willing to pay more. Some industry analyst yesterday in some reports I read forecasted that Oil may hit $150 a barrel this fall. Now, it's 94 and change right now. You can do the math. That's a 60% increase. Extrapolate that out to the pump in the state of Mississippi. That'd be about five and a quarter for a gallon of regular. That is what's driving inflation. And this has got the Fed all worried because they can raise rates, their only tool to try to curb demand all they want to try to tame inflation, but that doesn't produce more supply. Bad fiscal policy coming out of the White House is the primary factor that is holding back supply. If they'd get the hell out of the way and unleash the industry, we would have an abundance of oil, low-cost gas and fuel, Jobs would be created as a result. The economy would thrive, and inflation would come down. But because of their secular marriage devotion to climate change and the Green New Deal, ain't going to happen. You probably saw yesterday, as of 2035, no more fossil fuels-based vehicles in California. As a result, every major manufacturer already had plans in place to completely transition over to electric vehicles, and I know this isn't going to make a lot of folks happy, but major manufacturers have announced their plans and uh, with the dates by which they will not make any more traditionally fossil fuels-powered vehicles, Volvo, 2030, Jaguar, 2025, GM, fully electric by 2035, aiming to introduce 30 new EVs by 2025, Bentley, 2030, the list goes on and on. All within that range, 2025 to 2035, they're all getting out of the fossil fuels making business. Oh wow! Back to uh, we're we're gonna we got Ken Newberger coming in the studio next after this break, and we're gonna continue this discussion on the student loan stuff. I have some more thoughts about this idea that everybody's paying for everybody else's, and we'll, we'll dig into that a little bit. What exactly does that mean? I'm I didn't get my debt relieved, therefore I'm paying for yours, and that's unfair. And I agree.
let's really look at that on a detailed level and, and examine that carefully. We'll take a break right here. It's Super Talk News, Fox News, and then Ken Newberger, Executive Director of Mississippi Medical Marijuana Association. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. Online at baroniestreepros.com. I'm Lillian Wu. California makes a push to ban the sale of all gas-powered vehicles in the state by 2035. By 2026, they will rule that more than one-third of all new car and pickup sales will have to be zero-emissions vehicles. Fox's Jonathan Hunt, critics calling solar and wind unreliable energy sources. Former chair of the California GOP, Ron Nehring, saying on Twitter, quote, unless California goes 100% nuclear, 0% of these cars will be zero emission. They will rely on natural gas or electricity from other sources. And scientists say they've successfully created synthetic mouse embryos using stem cells. They mirror a natural one up to eight and a half days after fertilization. Scientists hope to study mechanisms behind disease without the need for so many lab animals. America's listening to Fox News. As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. I'm J.T. Mitchell, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. It seems as if there's a little bad blood between the South Haven native and singer-songwriter Taylor Swift. On Tuesday, Teresa Ladark fought a lawsuit against Swift, claiming that the 11-time Grammy winner copied a number of creative elements from Dart's book entitled Lover for her 2019 album of the same name. According to the lawsuit, LaDart claims Swift stole the title. Colors that use pastel pinks and blues, as well as images of the author photographed in a downward pose. LaDart's lawyer says Swift owes her client millions. And yesterday's rainfall broke a 2008 record. Jackson set a record for rainfall of five inches, breaks a record that was set in 2008. Uh, There were some areas that over the last uh, 72 hours have seen up to 14 inches of rain. To keep up with the latest news in Mississippi, log on to supertalk.fm. From the ground up, from the grassroots. That's how we began in 1922, and that's how we do things today. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation celebrates 100 years in 2022. 
100 years of farming, ranching, and supporting our 180,000 member families. From our state capital in Jackson to our nation's capital in Washington, D.C. Creating policy, advocating for a better way of life for all Mississippi. We've been there through the tough times when Hurricane Katrina blew ashore. There is extensive damage on U.S. 90. Triumphant times, winning the right to vote to protect private property rights for Mississippians. We introduced benefits like our insurance in the 1940s and fought to stretch broadband internet service from DeSoto County to the Mississippi Gulf Coast. So, from the ground up, not just a farm organization, 100 years of strengthening our families, our communities, and our state. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. 100 years of faith, family, and Farm Bureau. Nine Old Miss Rebels have been named to the 10th Annual Reese's Senior Bowl Watch List. That includes Nick Broker, Jonathan Mingo, Mason Brooks, Jalen Knox, Jalen Robinson, Miles Battle, Troy Brown, A.J. Fenley, and Tavius Robinson. Four Jackson State players and three Mississippi State players were also named to the list, including Aubrey Miller and Jaden Crumedy. Alligator season begins in Mississippi this weekend, and officials are warning those who plan to hunt to be careful. After multiple days of heavy rain, boating in the state's bayous and rivers won't be as easy as it typically is. The 10-day public alligator season begins Friday at noon. It'll end September 5th at noon. Permit holders can harvest up to two alligators over four feet long. Remember that those who don't have a permit are not allowed to hunt alligators in Mississippi. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Join us every day for the college football fix driven by Ford. Speaking of Ford, you already know that Ford trucks are built Ford tough and that the full line of Ford vehicles are built for the future. But did you know about the Ford Blue Advantage? When looking to buy a used Ford, it has everything on your used vehicle checklist. A gold certified 172-point inspection, a comprehensive limited warranty backed by Ford, a Carfax report, and even a 14-day, 1,000-mile money-back guarantee. The Ford Blue Advantage, used car buying that's built for you. Since April 1st, Blue Cross has excluded UMMC from its network, potentially forcing you to pay more or drive further for care. You deserve better access and more convenience from your health plan. Learn more at UMMCCares.com. Join Mississippi's handyman, Buddy Slowick, every Saturday from 10 till noon as he broadcasts live from the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation studio. Contact MCEF today, leading the way in training, credentials, and job placement. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. And now, now. another hour of the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Begin your transition now. Now on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Hour three. Midday, Super Talk Mississippi in the Element Well Studios on this Friday Eve. Made it that far already. Joining us now in the Element Well Studios, Ken Newberger, the Executive Director of the Mississippi Medical Marijuana Association. Good to see you, Ken. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me back. So, the law's in place, and uh, I know your members 
who are involved in the industry are are busy registering, paying their fees, and uh, getting ready for business. That's right. Um, it's been pretty great to see so many businesses get their licenses in. Some are still working on their applications, but a lot of people have started to get their license back, and it's been pretty great to see the Department of Health and Department of Revenue work with them to get them their licenses. Data I saw said that 111 dispensaries, the retail outlets, right, mm-hmm. have have uh, received licenses and paid fees or that's at correct. least applied, right? No, that, that's correct. We've received their license. many more who have applied. Um, those are just the ones who have met all the requirements to receive a license. Okay, so in in accordance with our law, there's not a limitation on the total number of retail outlets, right? That can that can be established in the state, but there's a constant some concentration restrictions. That's correct. There are a bunch of uh, distance requirements to keep them away from church, schools, and daycares, and also not make sure that we have so many all located in one location. Each other, correct? Yeah, uh, they have to be 1,500 feet from each other. Yeah. So when you start drawing lines and, and, and drawing circles and looking at opt-ins, opt-outs, it's not a whole lot of space left. You know, a lot of places, especially in more populated areas, are running out of space to put dispensaries. Yeah, that's that's what I hear. Of course, we had some cities and counties that opted out. Last count I saw was like 24 or so. What, about, what, where is it? It's about um, 25% of all cities and, and a little less uh, than that of all counties opted out. So it kind of tracks with the vote. Okay. Yeah. And then some, such as my home county of, of Madison, uh, opted out of retail. The county did. Yes. City of Madison opted out of everything. City of Ridgeland did as well. But the county of Madison, which would be the unincorporated areas, uh, are allowing uh, the other aspects of the supply chain, right, cultivating, growing, processing, testing, et cetera. Um, a, lot, a lot of places that opted out, especially at the county level, did something like that where they, they wanted to push the more trafficked, areas of, of dispensaries for the public into cities where they may have a little bit more resources to handle um, handle people coming in and out. Okay. And so there are uh, – we have a sort of a tiered structure with respect to fees paid, That's right, right. Uh, license fees paid. For a dispensary, as I recall, it's $40,000 the first year. Is that right? That's and then twenty five thousand in subsequent All years. All subsequent years, yes. So it's, a, it's an annual fee they have to pay. A license fee, essentially, That's correct. to be in the business of retail sales. That's great. All right. And then you've got, uh, say, cultivators and so forth, and that's tiered based on the size that's right. of the facility. Yeah, so there, there are two uh, micro-grow licenses, which are, are really geared towards small entrepreneurial businesses in Mississippi. Those fees start at about 3500 uh, $3, uh, for for the smallest ones, and you have to be 100% Mississippi-owned to have that. And okay. then. It scales up past that once you get to the the two thousand square foot um, grow space. Okay, um, we call it canopy. The two thousand square feet of canopy. Once you get past that, then you you have much higher fees um, for businesses that aren't just one hundred percent Mississippi owned. Okay, gotcha. Didn't I wasn't aware of that of the Mississippi uh, requirement there, Mississippi owned requirement. Uh, the, the highest tier I believe is a hundred thousand above a hundred thousand. Hundred okay or above, and that taps out or maxes out at 150,000 is that right there's there's no maximum amount of uh, gross base so I'm at the fee oh the fee yes it's 160 I believe okay so once you get to the hundred thousand square foot level mm-hmm. anything uh, at that level and above or maybe it's above a hundred thousand mm-hmm. but above a hundred thousand hundred fifty thousand mm-hmm. is um, 
That's a what is it annual or one time? Um, it, it's it's got a an annual fee. I can't remember exactly what it is, but I think it's something like fifty thousand is is the. Annual. I just found it okay. sixty thousand. Yeah, and then an annual fee of one hundred fifty. That's right. Yeah, got it. License application fee sixty thousand, and then one hundred fifty thousand a year. Okay. So, all right, well, doing the math there, at 40000 for 111 dispensaries, that's about $4.5 bucks. That's correct. Um, and that's not including all of the people who applied that didn't make the standard. Either they were 1,500 feet ah. from another dispensary or maybe their security standards weren't up to par. Um, then, and those fees have also been collected. And then that's only on the dispensary side gotcha. where we've had – Dozens and dozens of, of people apply on the, the grow and processing and transportation and testing side. Interesting. All right, so I, I've seen uh, outdoor advertising around the, uh, the area, uh, which are, are promoting events That's for right. the industry, right? Mm-hmm. And, and these would be events where those interested in, in participating in some way as a retailer or cultivator, the other various uh, categories, come to these events, learn about how to get going, all the requirements, uh, the specifics of the laws that would relate to that area of the industry. You guys are involved in that, right? That's right. We've put on uh, quite a few events for people specifically on how to run a dispensary. That's what we've mostly been focused on um, because that seems to be the place where the most need is. We just put on two conferences in the past two days with a company uh, called Cova Software. They do point of sale and and general management for uh, dispensaries. Uh, Another company who does also point of sale and some processing, uh, Dutchy Software, we did one with them last week. Uh, We've done quite a few across the the state to try to get people up to speed on how difficult it is to run a, a cannabis business and how expensive it can be, but also arm them with knowledge of how do they actually apply and how do they do something in a compliant okay. way. Okay. So, I mean, that's that's a, a fairly common function of an association such as yours that represents a particular industry is to be that sort of hub and resource, source for that kind of information, education. And so we should point out that uh, there are special requirements with respect to point of sale in the industry because they've got to contribute to data to a database so that it, it they can track how much has been purchased, right, by an individual patient mm-hmm. in a in a period of time to be in compliance with the law. So it's a little little unique sort of point of sale where you're literally contributing information to a database, as are your competitors. That's correct. Everybody's contributing to the same state seed to sale database. Um, the state shows metric, and at that sale, you have to report immediately how much was sold, so that way they can't go to the dispensary uh, half a mile away and, and maybe try to buy there. It has to be tracked in real time. Okay. And so this kind of reminds me a little bit of when we were setting up the lottery. I, I used to say... You know, uh, the bad news, if you're a lottery fan, the bad news is we're the 45th state to do it. The good news is we got 44 other states uh, that have already kind of been down this path that, that we can uh, examine for best practices. So your point about all these software tools are already out there, fully tested, in use, in production. Uh, so we're getting to, to take advantage of that and not reinvent the wheel here. Yeah, I'm really happy with the way that we've done it. Um, first, with the way we rewrote the bill, you know, Senator Blackwell and Representative Lee Yancey, uh, they really looked at other states to write it. And then our Department of Health, Department of Revenue did the same thing for when they wrote their regulations. Most people I, spoke, I speak with from other states say Mississippi is really doing it right. They've learned from a lot of the experiences. Yeah, there are things we might want to tweak here or there, but that's everything. Um but overall, our our state is looking to have a really great program. Okay. And so are you still on track? Uh, what do you think? Give us an estimate there. When when a patient will be able to buy product so in a store. 
everything seems to not – we haven't had any real hiccups throughout this entire time since we passed the bill. So if things continue to go that way and, and we get all the facilities that are doing testing licensed in the next month or so and, and, and they can start testing in October, we're looking at a November 1 start date. Oh, wow. That sounds like it's moved up a little bit. I thought we were thinking end of the year. Huh? Well, we were thinking the end of the year, but a, a few people have been able to to get the right equipment into the state and get it up to speed that as long as they get their license, we'll be good to go. Okay. And I know a lot of folks are interested in the revenue-generating aspect of this, 7% standard sales tax, right? That's right. Uh, on retail sales, and there's excise tax uh, in the supply it's chain. 5% excise yep. tax. Um, and, and you and I think the first time you came on when you had taken this this role, I think I may have asked you, how big do you think the industry will be? As I recall, you said $400 million. Um, Yeah, about $400 million. If okay. we get to the right uh, patient population, after about three years or so, we'll probably see about $400 million gross revenue across the state. And is that $400 million of retail sales? Retail sales, Okay, yes. $400 million retail sales. And so you can do the math there to generate about $28 million of sales tax. That's right? correct. Seven percent. Yes, yes. four hundred million of, of yes. retail price, and of course, uh, some of that goes to state, and then it gets diverted back to the the municipalities. That's the right. way that works in in our state. So that's a chunk of change, and then you got these annual license fees, which go to the general fund, right? That's correct. Yeah, yes. and that could be significant as well. Well, it looks, it, you know, we only know exactly how much the the Department of Revenue is collected because it's flat fees for yeah. uh, dispensaries. We're, we're still waiting to see how, how many people applied at the lower level versus the higher level. But I, I wouldn't surprise Makes me sense. if we saw somewhere closer to $10 million total fees this year alone wow. just in licensing. Wow. Um, so that that's going to kickstart the program. And this is bringing in lots of uh, folks that are already in this business from out of state that that's are right. coming into Mississippi. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were on go waiting for the law to pass. That's right. Bill to pass in the law. Yeah. So, <laughs> Ken, very informative. Appreciate you coming in. And Thanks, I'm man. sure we'll be talking soon, especially with a prospective November 1 launch date. That would be great if we can make that happen. Sounds good. Ken Newberger, Executive Director of Mississippi Medical Marijuana Association, has been our guest on Middays. We'll step aside. We got a little Jimi Hendrix bumping us out of this segment. We'll come right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, showers and thunderstorms likely 90% chance, high near 83. Tonight, 90% chance of showers, low around 71. Your finally Friday, a 50-50 shot of rain, partly sunny, high near 86. And for your Saturday, showers and thunderstorms likely under mostly sunny conditions, high near 88. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. 
Hi, I'm David Frederick, owner of Frederick Sales and Service in Brandon. For more than 27 years, we've been selling and servicing Exmark mowers here in central Mississippi. Whether you have a city lot, a country estate, or a large institutional property, Exmark has a mower to fit your needs. I invite you to come by and check out all of what Exmark and Fredericks has to offer. With special financing available, we have mowers in stock and ready for you. Frederick Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment. Serving you since 1993. I'm Mason Irby, your Madison County Edward Jones Financial Advisor. We're all about financial investments, but we also value the investments of time, patience, and encouragement our young athletes receive from their coaches, teachers, and mentors. That's why Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of Madison Central Football on Super Talk Jackson. Call me, Mason Irby, at 601-616-6872 or visit edwardjones.com for all your investment needs. Edward Jones, member SIPC. ESISupply.net. It's not if you're going to have a spill at your business or workplace, it's when. ESISupply.net. Exorbent pads by the bundle or roll. ESISupply.net. Socknet boom products, oil gator, oil dry spill kits, and much more. ESISupply.net. Take it from Scary Gary. If it can spill, it's gonna. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910 or online at ESISupply.net. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events. But thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need. A professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. All the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way, Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. And now, the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Now, on to the real part. Dino Mike! On Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone, to Midday Super Talk Mississippi. So, a question, Kevin, on the road, how many doctors are qualified to give the cards, and is there a published list of those doctors? I actually had that info, Rhino, and now I can't put my hands on it. So, uh, I'm, I'm looking, though. I know about the 111 applications, but somewhere I found some data that talked about the number who had applied, the number who had been approved to certify a patient, and I can't put my hands on it now. So we'll take we'll take a look at it. It uh, was more than I thought, honestly, as I recall. We'll keep looking, see what we can find on that. Uh, there's a there's a company that provides consultation uh, to 
those who are interested in securing a license across the, the various uh, industry categories. And I'm, I'm on their website right now, and I, I don't know where I saw it. But anyhow, we'll keep looking for that. If I'm not mistaken, there's a handful of different websites that are all collating their own lists. Okay. Like, for example, the Cannabis Patients Alliance has an entire list of practitioners and providers that they have confirmed. You know, and I'm thinking it might be uh, wise to start with the industry association, the one that, that Ken uh, represents. I haven't been on there today, but I, my guess is they've got links and other resources that could uh, point you to that. And then you've got the Department of Health, of course, who's involved in the certification as well. I just personally hadn't hadn't looked it up. I don't intend to pursue a so-called card. Anyhow, the state of Mississippi can pay off a lot of student loan debt with all that weed money. <laughs> that uh, from Bo and Indianola on the C Spire text line. Talking about student loans, also on the C Spire text line, my kids worked hard in high school and got scholarships but still had to work after school to finish their education. Forgiveness of student loans is not fair. And, and look, that's the common, I think, reaction from those who, certainly from those who are not benefiting, even from those who are benefiting. There's some that I know anecdotally that have uh, just general moral concerns about this. But Here's what I'd say, folks. Uh, again, I, I told you we'd kind of dig into this a little bit. Who's paying? How does this get paid for? First, let's be honest. Does that question ever come up in Washington? No. Right. We just passed a $1.2 trillion bipartisan, on a bipartisan basis, infrastructure bill. How's that get paid for? Nobody asked that question. We passed a $280 billion CHIPS Act which are subsidies for giant silicon manufacturing corporations. Very profitable corporation, right? Who pays for that? And now we've got this Inflation Reduction Act, which has got all kinds of fuzzy math in it so that they could ram it through who pays for that. Ostensibly, it's those dirty, greedy corporations with a 15% minimum tax, the 1% excise tax on stock buybacks, and then, of course, the 87,000 IRS agents who are going to go out and shake down law-abiding Americans. That's the theory of how the revenue... You look at the at the model, it's, here's our sources of revenue, here's what we're going to spend it on. Look, we're going to cut the deficit <laughs> by $300 billion over 10 years, by the way. Remember, it's all based on 10 years, which you know will never happen, never work out as they plan. Never does. All right. During the Trump administration, we passed a $2.2 trillion CARES Act. Who pays for that? Just got lapped on the debt. And by the way, it passed the CARES Act, which, and the reason I point it out is because, first, it's a giant amount of money. Second, it's, it's what started this whole student loan issue in that it implemented a moratorium, a pause, on student loan repayment and froze interest application of interest and accumulation on the debt. Well, it passed the Senate 96 to 0. So this is why 
I, I take a different approach or different have a different view than Thomas does when he says the Democrats are, are using PPP, which was part of the CARES Act, as a justification for forgiving student debt. Because the PPP went to all these businesses, and of course they always... No, that's mainly just social media trolls, nitwits, and low-information voters that are spinning that around. Okay, well, Democrat politicians, elected officials, they're not. Their point, as is the case with the tape we just played from Joe Biden when he was asked the question, who's going to pay for this at the end of his remarks yesterday? And he, and he actually, it was the question was, is it fair to those who don't have any student debt that are now bearing the brunt of this, right? And he said, well, was it fair when Trump gave tax cuts? I'm paraphrasing a bit, but once again, he justified it on the base of the TCJA passed under Donald Trump. But anyhow, the $2.2 trillion CARES Act got zero nay votes in the U.S. Senate. It got six nay votes in the U.S. House. Some Democrats, by the way, three Democrats voted nay, two Republicans and one independent, total of six, but 419 voted yay. So I don't know that we've had legislation that passed on uh, such a lopsided vote in a while, I'd have to look at it. I mean, it's probably nothing. It's nothing that approaches $2.2 trillion, guarantee you that. Who's going to pay for that? Nobody really said anything about it. And then Joe Biden gets in office and he passes a $1.9 trillion American Rescue Plan. Who's going to pay for that? Then the $1.2 trillion Bipartisan infrastructure plan, and you know what? Even conservatives, even Republicans, which which included 14 of them that voted for that. But what I'm saying is, those out in the cities, in the municipalities, in the counties that are getting all this money, they're tickled pink. It's almost as if, well, I'm okay with just lapping that onto the debt and the inflationary effect of that, as long as I'm getting the benefits. But if I'm not getting any benefits, well, I'm not okay with it. I'm simply pointing out that is it a little bit of a double standard? I don't like having to pay for others' debt either for their student loans. But isn't it a bit of a double standard? Why, why don't we make the same point when we pass these gigantic bills that don't have any pay-fors in them? Just lap it onto the debt. So as far as saying, well, I'm paying for somebody else's debt, got to tell you, you really aren't directly, meaning you didn't, you didn't incur a tax increase. What you did, likely, might have, down the road, is an inflationary impact, which is, in effect, a tax, but it's not a tax per se. It's a, it's a tax in that it costs you more to live. And if your wages don't keep up with that, you're upside down. So you could look at that as uh, it being inflationary, from that perspective, and therefore everybody is is bearing the cost of that. But again, we're all paying for Medicaid. Who's paying for that? And by the way, we don't pay enough in to cover it. We just keep adding to the debt in the form of deficit. The deficit in Trump's last year, $3.1 trillion because primarily of the $2.0 trillion CARES Act. The subsequent year, Joe Biden... His first year in office immediately passes the American Rescue Plan, $1.9 trillion. 
the deficit that year? 2.8. You guys realize he bragged about cutting the deficit from 3.1 to 2.8 trillion? I cut it by 300 billion dollars. Okay, and now this year, what are you hearing? The biggest deficit reduction in our history in one year from one year to the next. He's right, down to 1.1 trillion. 1.1. We're celebrating 1.1 trillion. Well, dude, that's because you ran it up the prior year. It's the same old MO every single time. I'm going to go create a problem, and then I'm going to, behind the scenes after the fact, come up with some goofy solution to it and take victory laps. Look, I'm spending $1.9 trillion this year. Next year I won't, and then I'll talk about how I lowered the deficit. And the average person out there, certainly on the, on the left, is clapping their hands. Oh, look at Joe. He cut the deficit. It's so duplicitous. It's just untrue. It's not, you wouldn't run a business that way. I keep going back to that because I think that's important. It's relevant. 30 minutes left on middays. Got some more text we'll get to when we come back. Stay with us. Protect your home and office with Havard Pest Control, a family-owned and operated business for 75 years. Havard provides termite and pest services with free quotes, low monthly payments, free recalls, and unmatched customer service. For more information, visit HavardPest.com. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. Located in Glutstadt, south of Germantown High, Calloway's has a large selection of all your favorite trees and shrubs, all on sale now. Calloway's has large rolls of pine straw, and we're offering quantity pricing. Callaway's outdoor patio furniture is in stock and ready for delivery. All 25 to 50% off. And for a limited time, free delivery in the metro area. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies, jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's has farm fresh produce seven days a week. Did you know Callaway's has beautiful decorative accessories and gift items for your indoor and outdoor living spaces? Callaway's has bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Callaway's landscape designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Callaway's Gludstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway south of Germantown High. Callaway's is everything for home and garden. That's what Callaway's is. This hour of Middays with Gerard Gibbert is sponsored by Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland. For personalized in-office treatment for urinary incontinence, erectile dysfunction, and neuropathy, they help you get your life back. Hey, this is Will with Service Specialists. Are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, Service Specialists has been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. We have candidates for all your administrative, professional, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Check us out online at servicespecialistltd.com. That's servicespecialistltd.com. Service Specialists, your expert recruiters helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967 with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. 
Are you a small business owner, run a small business, or aspiring to be a small business owner? If so, then don't miss Collab South for a full day of panels and breakout sessions to build your business and sustain it through long-lasting relationships with other entrepreneurs. Presented by the Southern Business Institute. Locate, connect, and collaborate with other like-minded business owners. This one-day event will be held at the Country Club of Jackson August the 26th from 8 to 5 p.m. Tickets can be purchased at southernbusinessinstitute.com. Space is limited, so act now and purchase your tickets today at southernbusinessinstitute.com. If you're about to start a project or remodel with wood, you need to think Miller Lumber in Richland. Since 1953, we've built a solid reputation of supplying quality wood at a lower price, like Western Red Cedar and Cypress Lumber, as well as a wide variety of patterns in pine, cedar, and cypress. Shop Miller Lumber for the best price new pine flooring and treated lumber in town. Miller Lumber, 551 Old Highway 49 South in Richland. Visit MillerLumberSales.com, 601-936-7099. I'm J.T. Mitchell, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. It seems as if there's a little bad blood between the South Haven native and singer-songwriter Taylor Swift. On Tuesday, Teresa LaDark filed a lawsuit against Swift, claiming that the 11-time Grammy winner copied a number of creative elements from Dart's book entitled Lover for her 2019 album of the same name. According to the lawsuit, LaDark claims Swift stole the title. Colors that use pastel pinks and blues, as well as images of the author photographed in a downward pose. LaDart's lawyer says Swift owes their client millions. And yesterday's rainfall broke a 2008 record. Jackson set a record for rainfall of five inches. Breaks a record that was set in 2008. Uh, there were some areas that over the last uh, 72 hours have seen up to 14 inches of rain. To keep up with the latest news in Mississippi, log on to supertalk.fm. This is Jake Mangum, player for the New York Mets organization and former Mississippi State Bulldog. I travel a lot, but no place feels like home. Our houses and our cars are where we spend a lot of our time. That's why a home and auto insurance bundle from Farm Bureau makes so much sense. If you aren't already on the team, it's time to join Farm Bureau. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Here in Seaspire Country, the best network anywhere is all around you. It's up on our towers, where blazing fast 5G is turning your smartphone into a superphone. It's under your feet, where we lay gigabit fiber to make the internet faster than you've ever seen. It's powering your phones, feeds, tablets, TVs, and businesses. So now the best technology anywhere is right here. Welcome to Seaspire Country. It's just like the rest of the country, only a few steps ahead. Hi, I'm Billy Kinder, host of Big Billy Kinder Outdoors. Here, the show Saturdays at 1, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Turkeys, whitetail, Grenada Lake crappie, or Gulfport redfish. We enjoy it all, especially when you're in camp with us on Super Talk Mississippi. Keeping you up to date with news, weather, and politics that affect you and your family. Up to the minute reports on air and always online at supertalk.fm. Your statewide news network, Super Talk Mississippi News, at supertalk.fm. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. It is on. On Super Talk Mississippi. Uh, 
Welcome back, everyone. Midday Super Talk Mississippi. David Bowie. Heroes bumping us into this segment. Thank you for that, Rhino. We're in the Element Well Studios. Don't forget, Sports Talk Mississippi today at Kapaya Lincoln Community College in Wesson for the ninth annual King's Daughter Medical Center Kickoff Classic. We'll be there to kick off the 2022 high school football season with a huge local rivalry game between the Lawrence County Cougars and the Brookhaven Panthers. Sports Talk Mississippi will be at the top of the hill at Stone Stadium, and it's all brought to you by King's Daughters Medical Center in Brookhaven. And, Rhino, you said they better be at the top of the hill, right, because of all the water. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it's been a wet one. Yeah. By the way, speaking of wet, uh, my good friend, Senator Josh Harkins, represents Rankin County. He just sent some info on the Pearl River. Wow. Uh, We'll see if we can get him on perhaps tomorrow. He just said he and John Sigmund, director of, uh, let's see, I'm not sure we say what he's a director of, John Sigmund, ORB? What's that? Can, uh, can hop on and talk about it. So what it looks like is that the pearl is expected to get to 36 feet next week. You remember the big floods of 79 and 83? And uh, that was 43 feet in 79, 83. It was 39. So we're talking about 36. So that would put, uh, that would put us... Okay, uh, Pearl River Valley. That's what I thought. I think Josh was texting, and it, uh, it got a little autocorrect, but my friend Sharon Womack just said, yeah, he's Pearl River Valley. Yeah, bear in mind, flood stage is about 27, 28 feet. Yeah, so 36 means flood. Yes. And so just looking at the top 10. Yeah, it's just shy of the flooding that was in February of 2020. I believe that got to 36 and a half, maybe 36.7 feet. That's right. I'm looking at it. 36.67, yeah. So 36 would put it uh, in eighth place, 1874, 36.04 in 1961. So bottom line is it's a problem when the old pearl starts overflowing. I, I crossed it uh day before yesterday, going to an event, Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. Man. It, between Flowood and Jackson there, it's pretty high. Oh, yeah. And when you see it up in the limbs of the trees like that, yeah. It's uh, kind of stunning to see that. Mm, interesting. Uh, also, there was a question about medical marijuana on the ceasefire tax line. This is a, a very, very valid and frequently asked question. Where can those in the business deposit profits and income? Well, uh, really, it's more than just that. It's they need they need banking services. They need what's called treasury services. So, um, it is my understanding, and I did verify that with Ken before he exited the studio off the air. There are a number of uh, state banks that are that are um, sanctioned at the state level that are participating and are working with those in the industry. The national banks are not cannot. For regulatory purposes, and and there was another question also on the ceasefire text line: Why would med- medical marijuana not be sold at pharmacies? This comes up all the time, and it's the same thing. There's that any entity such as a typical pharmacy that is regulated by the FDA. I think I think I'm saying this right. Is, it, is that your understanding as well? They are not allowed 
to sell or dispense a product such as marijuana that is still uh, not legal for federal purposes. It's on Schedule 1. Yeah, it's a controlled substance Schedule 1, the same as heroin and cocaine and other hard drugs. And uh, pharmacies can't sell those, so the federal government looks at it the same as you can't go to the pharmacy and get cocaine, you can't go to the pharmacy and get heroin. Federal government looks at it the same way as you can't go to the pharmacy and get marijuana. Thus, we have these separate retail dispensaries for the purpose of selling medical marijuana products. That's that's the deal there. But good question. Comes up a lot. And there has been a push in Congress at the federal level to decriminalize or reschedule marijuana. That's right. Away from Schedule 1, which the way the schedule works, it's 1 through 5. And five means it has medical use and a chance at addiction. And the lower the number, the less accepted medical use and the higher risk of addiction. So that's why you have some painkillers and a lot of the ADHD and ADD medicines are in controlled substance schedule two. They have verified medical use, but they have a high risk of addiction. Whereas something in schedule four or five like a barbiturate or a, a Xanax or Valium or, or those kind of things, uh, the the scheduling says that there's more medical use and less chance of addiction, even though there's still a chance of addiction. Yeah. And by the way, uh, legalization of marijuana at the federal level has bipartisan support. Uh, Representative Nancy Mace, South Carolina or North Carolina, one of the Carolinas, she is one, uh, I think she has a bill, as a matter of fact, that she's co-authored. And uh, she's been also, I've seen her on the news some, somewhat over the last couple of days, talking about the student loan situation. Something else I talked about earlier that I uh, wanted to get to is uh, California. Those wacky Californians who are set to ban the sale of fossil fuels-based vehicles in 2035. Will no newly longer, manufactured. Newly manufactured, right. Used, yeah. Uh, but, you know, they're looking at how to phase that out as well. But the idea, of course, is to convert totally to electric vehicles. They'll just make the emission standards draconian, and you won't even be able to drive anything that's not electric in California after a certain point. So this is, a, this is again, you know, the problem we're all having today with a high price of, of gas is a direct result of a policy, of government policy at the federal level where Joe Biden, as we've said so many times, said we're going to put them all out of business. Well, hell, they're not going to go invest anymore. In in the case of the, talking about the oil companies, in the case of vehicle manufacturers, when you got the largest state in the country, the biggest automobile market, by the way, in the country, saying you can't sell your new cars anymore as of 2035. Well, if they want to stay in business, they're going to figure out how to get out of that that uh, business of making fossil fuels vehicles. And, you know, this won't be the last day. What do you bet? Oregon, Washington, Illinois, New York, Connecticut, I New say, Jersey. I think New York would be next, but then closely followed by Oregon and Washington State. Yeah, the West. I can see it certainly uh, going into effect there. So, again, and our friend the Godfather says, I'll never buy an EV, and I, I hear you, uh, and I think you ought to have a choice, but fact is, if they don't make them anymore, but if you can't buy but an EV, and, and at some point, even if you've got an old fossil fuels-based vehicle, you, you're probably going to be paying $10 a gallon for gas as there's a conversion 
to EVs. And eventually you'll have to get really ingenuitive like the Cubans with their 50s model cars that they're having to keep running because they can't get parts. They they couldn't get parts. That's true. That's a good point. I mean, so... Or the old DeLoreans. If if you own a DeLorean DMC-12 like Doc from Back to the Future that turned it into a time machine, for the longest time it was incredibly difficult to get parts for them, even the, the most basic parts, because the warehouse and all the parts... We're in a legal battle between DeLorean's widow and a company that was trying That's to make right. new DeLorean. I remember that. Totally right about that. Which, by the way, DeLorean is coming out with a pretty cool-looking EV. Just saw that. With the gullwing doors. Just saw that come across the news here in the studio. By the way, the market's the old kangaroo is hopping around. It's Dow's up 122. I'm telling you, 10 minutes ago, it was down like 20. So it's all over the place. Anxiously awaiting what Chairman Powell, when he emerges from the meeting that those those wacky Fed governors are having in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, I suspect they're en route right now. They're going to be talking about their strategy, and we'll get a report on that tomorrow, and the market is anxiously awaiting that on the ceasefire text line. So we should just have, this is from KDOG, got student loans and learned to work the system like everyone else. I'm certainly not suggesting that. I'm just saying that Here's the fundamental problem, in my view. We don't agree in this country on the role of government. That's the fundamental problem. And if you if we return to the constitutionally appropriate functions of government, we have drifted way away from that. Look no further than the 70% of our spending that is Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, uh, a variety of welfare programs and about $400 billion a year, approaching $400 billion of debt. I think on a constitutionally appropriate function of government that I would hope that we could reach broad consensus on is to protect the safety of the nation, thus our military. Collectively, we all fund the defense of our nation, and that's only 20% of total spending. When you hear the comparisons, oh, the U.S. spends more than the top eight countries combined. We could use that for social programs. That's true. Many would just as soon just completely defund and disband the military entirely and plow all that money into student loans and free college. That's absolutely true. Child care. We all pay for that, too. Indirectly, so to speak. Because we run deficits and nobody cares. We'll come right back. Final segment. For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks. They're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you can tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops, or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size and installed, picture frame glass, tables, desktops, 
insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass. They'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at VenableGlass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services, 601-605-4443. Guys, have Viagra and Cialis let you down? It can get you to the point where you think your best days are behind you. Well, think again. If you suffer from any type of erectile dysfunction, regardless of your age or medical history, Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland can help. Their treatment options work without pain, needles, surgery, or medications, and no downtime using the latest proven technology. Call 601-944-5585 or visit InnovativeHealthClinic.net for an appointment today. Hi, this is Keith Halsey with Halsey Insurance. As your local independent insurance agency, we guarantee fast answers and friendly service. When you have questions, we're here with answers you can trust. Our specialty is home, auto, life, and all types of business insurance. Partnering with the top insurance carriers, let us shop your insurance and do the heavy lifting. We'll find you the best coverages with the lowest rates. Call 601-856-7707 or HalseyInsurance.com. That's H-A-W-S-E-Y Insurance. Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where Garden Mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The wings, the chicken tenders and bites, fried or grilled, and the best specialty pizzas in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. 769-208-8283. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. This is Jake Mangum, player for the New York Mets organization and former Mississippi State Bulldog. Hitting a single is great, but you know what's better? Doubles, triples, and home runs. Getting more for less always feels great, which is why I tell everyone to take advantage of Farm Bureau's home and auto insurance bundle. If you aren't already on the team, it's time to join Farm Bureau. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Are you thinking about retirement or are you recently retired? Do you have a plan or do you have a drawer full of statements? If your answer is the latter, then you're not retirement planning, you're retirement hoping. Risks and inflation are rising and planning is critical now. At Element Wealth, our exclusive 360 process can create a strategy to help protect what you've worked so hard to build while still providing growth. To start the conversation, visit myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006. 601-957-6006. Yellow here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. You know what that means. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. We'll do it live. On Super Talk Mississippi.
Welcome back, Midday Super Talk Mississippi. Final segment on this Friday Eve. Don't forget, in a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar is up today. You'll hear an interview with children's book author and illustrator Sarah Francis Hardy in a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar is presented by visitmississippi.org. Looking forward to that. So lots of text still rolling in. Uh, Tim from Tupelo asks, we're all over the map today, which is great. we got lots of different topics going on. Appreciate all the engagement. Convert vehicles to use butane, propane, or use fry oil. We did it back in the 80s, and it just kind of disappeared. Yeah, because that's considered to be uh, to emit CO2, methane, right? That's the byproduct of that. So, yeah, they're trying to – we've already talked about city of New York, no more natural gas hookups to any new construction. They're trying to get rid of natural gas, too, folks. At one point – that was all thought to be, gosh, it's plentiful. Like we got thousands of years of it or some crazy. I, I, I'm off there. I'm exaggerating. But we got an abundant supply. And, uh, no, the Green New Deal people don't want to use that either. So we can't use the cheap resources we have or right. were cheap before the price started going up and all this news came out of not using it anymore. We can't build nuclear plants because... For whatever reason, people are still hung up on Chernobyl and the Russians being bad at everything they do. Yep. And we're going to rely on solar and wind and geothermal somehow? Unbelievable. I totally agree. Uh, Someone asked, I'm looking for it here, Rhino. Okay, here we go. Jeff in Forest County, if somebody buys a multi-state Powerball or Mega Millions ticket while in another state or a state, can they redeem it in another state? And so he actually said, in Memphis, New Orleans, or Pensacola, can they redeem it here in Mississippi if they win? And the answer to that is no. Uh, the ticket has to be redeemed uh, in the jurisdiction, the state jurisdiction in which it was purchased. That, that by the way, is not uh, a Mississippi uh, or part of the Lottery Act of Mississippi. Those are the rules for Powerball and Mega Millions, the multi-state lottery uh, game association which they can be mailed in correct yeah you can if you want to you can mail it in sure it's Take a dead risk it's a bear bond you can mail you can mail it in and uh it w- would be redeemed you have to provide i don't know sign it provide some other information but yeah there and there's instructions on how to do that on the lottery website so David says, aren't all the political arguments when you boil it down, how do we spend tax money? I think our vote should be weighted. When you go to the polls in November, you should vote on the equivalent of the tax dollars you pay. Democracies fail when people that don't work contribute are able to vote money for themselves. I mean, heck, that's happening now. I mean, it's been happening in a, in a big sort of way. And this is, this is the ruse and the myth of the left's argument that the rich don't pay their fair share. No, they pay more than their fair share. You're right. And the president, as I've said so many times on the campaign trail, it's time to reward work, not wealth, insinuating that everybody that that became wealthy did so without working. By the way, if we got a minute here, Rhino, do you have uh, um, Liz Warren's take on the student loan debacle? Here's what she said. I'm not at all surprised that Mitch McConnell is attacking this. And the reason he's attacking it is because it is very, very popular. Popular among Democrats, independents, Republicans, popular. And you know why? Because I don't think there's anybody left in America who doesn't know somebody who isn't struggling with student loan debt. Um, This has become a part 
of our country now. People for whom their only sin was to want to try to get an education and not be in a family that could afford to write a check for it. And what we're saying is as a nation, we can do better than that. We can invest in our people. We can help our people. And ultimately, what the data show us is that because of student loan debt, there are many people who don't move out of their mama's basement, who can't save up money to buy a home, uh, who don't start small businesses, who don't start a family. You relieve the debt burden some for those people, and we have more economic activity. In other words, canceling student loan debt is good for the people whose debt is canceled, but it is also good for our economy and the rest of America. Oh, yeah. Like it. Sit down and enjoy that. <laughs> I'm just having a hard time figuring out where the where the Democrats believe people can make decisions that determine long-term outcomes for their life. Because if you're 18 and you're going to college and you're preparing to be an adult in the real world, it's predatory to be given student loan debt. But you can make life-altering decisions about your body and mutilating it as early as possible. Yeah, to children. In fact, I had a story on that I didn't get to today. And not report it to their parents. There's a lawsuit in Florida uh, that's brewing right now. Already been filed. I'm going to get to that tomorrow. Also, Philip in Walthall County made a very interesting observation. Philip, I'm sorry I didn't get to this today. I'm taking a screenshot of it, and I'm going to get to it tomorrow. But I, I'm with you friend exactly what you said and it's, and it's just talking about the, the bureaucracy and the bloated unnecessary expense in the university world i completely agree with you phil administrative bloat i'm going to get to this tomorrow and uh, talk about it but uh, you see that everywhere you see free government money right we're out of time here today great point philip we'll get to it tomorrow thanks to everybody for engaging with us today. We're going to be back in the Yellow Well studios. Well, Rhino and I tomorrow. Until then, stay safe and God bless everyone. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.